I've found that the earlier I wake up, um, the the longer the day seems, which is obvious because you know you've been up longer. Yeah. Uh, but then it obviously also depends on what you're playing. Like if I'm playing an online game, you know, an hour can seem like ten minutes. So. Yeah. It just it all depends on what you're doing. I think definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, what do you? Um, what What have you done today then? Well. It's mainly mobile gaming. Really? Yep. Today. Today. <laughs> you you do mobile gaming? Well, yeah. No, there's certain. It's weird. Like I've I play a lot of games on mobile. Yeah. Um, but there's a bit of a stigma around mobile gaming, really, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> because, to say the least. Because yeah, mobile gaming yeah. isn't that good. Let's just say that it's not. It's definitely not. I mean, it's definitely getting better. Sure. But it's it all depends on your preference, and for me, the preference is like uh, leveling up and making characters better. Essentially, any game that does that, I'll pretty much play it. Any sort of RPG elements, I will play that game, regardless. You, could, you, yeah. you know, it could be on an old buddy Atari, and if it was RPG, I'd still play it. Would you? Even with the graphics being really bad and stuff, it depends on the on the game. You know, it depends. For me, it's more to do with the subject matter of the game. Okay. Like the art style, we talked about this. Like we talked about this last time about you know how art style is a lot with a game. Yeah. And mechanics is obviously a great amount, but uh, yeah, for the one I'm playing at the minute, it's uh, it's a good mixture of both. What What are you playing at the minute, Jay? Well, there's Ooh, an. Man. I don't know. You. Oh yeah, I heard that. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Carry on. I don't know if you you pro- I don't know how much you know about the anime world. Um, I know that Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is Ooh. the best anime ever because it's the only one I've seen, and the rest I've seen are trash. Okay, well that's the thing. I haven't seen all of Full Metal Alchemist. I've seen like very, oh. very small amount of it, and I it's okay for me. Um, <laughs> I'm watching the wrong <laughs> anime, I guess. No, I don't know. No, I, I know it's good because it's you know it's beloved by a lot of people, but I just haven't really got into it that much. Um, yeah, but there's a, there's a particular one called Seven Deadly Sins. I've heard of that. And um, the the third series just recently came out. Okay. And it's how long is got, each series? Twenty two episodes. Uh, Twenty yeah, twenty four episodes I think. Oh, that's how not long that is each many. episode? Twenty minutes. Mm, that's not too bad. That's not that many compared to like Naruto, which is on like episode. Well, I mean, One Piece is on like episode a thousand, I think. Oh my god! Or like seven hundred or something. Yeah, seven hundred. But yeah, are these are these stories? <laughs> are these stories? Uh, are these stories? You know, like actually consistent, and do they just do they just get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, or do they go in different? Um, like, oh no, the whole universe has been destroyed, so we're starting from scratch, but we're not really starting no, from scratch. No, no, it's. Uh, I mean, uh, it spans over three thousand years or so. This particular anime. Right. Okay. Um, but the the story begins three thousand years ago, and then it's 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 actually more from like a sixteen year period. Okay. Um, but yeah, this uh, the the third series recently came out, and it, a lot of people are sort of not liking it because the animation studio wanted to get it done quicker, and to do so, they had to basically give it to someone else to better draw it to animate it. Be- to, sure. But that company had was also too busy and gave it to someone else who isn't that good. 
Okay. So the animation is really bad, and it's not. I'm very, I'm very unhappy with the more recent ones. So I've actually like gone back and continue with the with the manga instead, just so I can get the story. Is the manga coming out at the same time as the TV show? Yeah. So the manga was way ahead, and then the TV show is sort of catching up, basically. Kind of like Game of Thrones. Yeah, but like Game of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. will end eventually. There's there's definitely an ending in sight. Okay. Um, but yeah, the the actual anime is sort of one of my favourite ones, I will say. And finally, yeah. they made a game of it. I mean, they made a game of it on PS4, but it was a fighting fighting game. Right, okay. And it was that sort of like weird... When did it come out? When did it come out? Yeah. Um, Probably about two years ago, maybe, or a year ago. Okay, I know there's a lot of questionable anime games that come out. Well, yes, yeah, the thing. I don't know if you remember all those, like, is it Xenoverse? Um, Dragon like, Ball. Dragon Ball Xenoverse? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm that sort of, them. like, massive arena type 3D style fighting yeah. game? It was like yeah. that, which is like my, my you know, I don't, I don't like those style of games. I thought you like um, Street Fighter and Tekken. I do, but they're—I mean, Tekken is more the 3D, but I prefer the 2D. Oh, sort of side you mean side literally? Side. Yeah, you mean literally like they're flying in the air and you can yeah, actually go dashing, like you know, big in a 3D amazing yeah, animation. World. It looks amazing. It's yeah, just correct. very difficult to get into for for me. Like I'm more of it, the, the original style of you know, just side to side. It, like from a gameplay point of view. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, so I, I attempted to play that, didn't really find it that good. And then I found out they were bringing out a mobile game, wasn't really sure too much about it. It came out in Japan in October last year, mm-hmm. um, and then they finally brought it to the West, and it came out on the 3rd of March this year, so 17 days ago at this point. Right. And okay. I've had it pre-ordered for a while, I've been playing it every day since. Is it a mobile game? It say? is a mobile game, yes. Yeah, so you pre-ordered type... it? I didn't even know you could pre-order mobile you can, games. You can technically pre-register for mobile games now. Is it free? Uh, Sorry. It's free to play as well, yeah. Yeah, so uh, have you got an iPhone? I have got an iPhone, yeah. Wow, okay, right, okay. So yeah, this style of game is one of those ones where you sort of, you have a car- have a, a team of, you know, three or four, and you level up your characters and you work your way through the, the story, and the story follows along with the actual same story as the anime and the manga so it's all very familiar as long as you've seen the show so it's sort of reliving the whole thing again it's really you know really fun that way and, the and you're actual... saying the, mo- the mobile game is better than the uh, ps4 game oh 100 percent, yeah wow how um how ever not evolutionized what's the word how developed are the mobile games becoming then right okay so I... this, this is sort of why i wanted to go with it so i've played a lot of these t- uh, types of games where you have to sort of like almost you know pull like a, a jackpot type machine you know like a slot machine and you hope you get the right character you know you hope you get like a five-star character or whatever right mm-hmm. so it's one of those types of games sort of the well the, in, in japan they call them gachi which i think just literally means like uh sort of like luck or you know sort of you know wish for the best types types of sort of thing um, okay. <laughs> so you, okay. you you go through this slot machine you hope you get a good character you level it up and you make your team better and then you get to the end of the story and then maybe there's like a there's also like a pvp as well so you can fire other people online okay but the the style of this game and how developed it is is like is a ama- is like triple a quality it's like it's amazing mm. like i've played other ones that have not even come closer so it's usually been like 2d and very sure. not as animated, but this one is like properly animated. They've put a lot of money into it, and I'm very glad. I um, it kind of reminds me of that Raid Shadow Legends that keeps getting you know sponsored and advertised. Oh yeah, and no, stuff. it's it's a lot. Is, is like that, that is yeah. that actually popular? 
that game. What Red Shadow Legends? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it has a lot of players. Okay. Right. And this has a fair amount of players too, actually. Um. Cool. Okay. So that's from what I from what I've heard. And then um, you've also from the doc, you've it says that you've been playing Total War Three Kingdoms. Yeah. New yeah. DLC. So, is that a strategy game? It is. Uh, it's well. How do I describe it? Total War. They're creative assembly. Aren't yeah, they? it's all the sort of Total War games. So they're all you know, uh, create an army. Are they usually... any good? I'm I'm a big fan of. So just to clarify, Creative Assembly. They did the FPS Alien Isolation or FPS Horror Alien Isolation, which they did. out of their comfort zone, I guess, because they usually develop strategy games. I guess so. Yeah. And then they did Halo Wars Two. I'm a huge fan of Halo Wars One. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but so like but their Total War genre um, of game, series of games is like their 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 main kind of revenue. Yeah, turner. they've made a lot of Total War games. Yeah, are they all good? Are uh, some of them the ones I've played, I think I've only played maybe two or three of them, including Three Kingdoms. And Three Kingdoms isn't like Total War Three. Uh, what do you mean? Like is is Three Kingdoms like but essentially Total War Three? Ah, no. Um... It's sort of like a separate thing. The Total War is they're very uh, they they sort of pride themselves on their their historical uh, accuracy. Okay. Um, and Total War is that the same as the Warhammer stuff they do? Yeah, so they do Total War Warhammer as well, which is how I sort of got into it. I'd say. So to- right. So Total War is real life, so to speak. Yeah. So a lot of the time, it's sort of like. There's one, I think, Total War Britannia, which is basically like a, a, a specific time in the history Britain. of Britain and Scotland and Wales. And you basically pick a, a county most of the time and you sort of play as that county and you build your army up and you, you basically take over the whole country, which is similar with Three Kingdoms. Okay. But Three Kingdoms is set in a time, I think, between 180 AD and 206 AD in okay. mainland china and in that time there were a lot of clans and tribes that tried to take over individual sections of china and became the emperor and stuff like that you know emperor and shogun was sort of you know uh, tossed around a lot during that time yeah so yeah. you can sort of live out you know very historical battles and to like accuracy as yeah well. okay right it's fun. Okay, and then to- but Total War is also the Warhammer stuff. Yeah, so um, they, they did the same thing, but with Warhammer, they've got two of those now. They've got the first one and the second one. And that's not to do with they're not to do. They don't develop the first person Warhammer games. No, I think it's, I think it's ones, just sorry, just the the Total War ones. Okay, got you. Yeah, which actually I think okay. the guys who are behind Total War are British. Yeah, I think Creative Assembly uh, is British. Isn't yeah, it? British company, which they're, is um, good. They- Go on. They're a huge. They're a huge uh, studio. From what I know, they've got about five hundred people. So that's yeah. interesting. I'm actually curious um, where they are. Oh, they're in Horsham. Horsham St. Faith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I it's Horsham. I think it's near London, isn't it? Let's have a look. It is South London. It's in between London and Brighton. It's actually just above Brighton. I was looking this up last year. I guess there's, there's not really that many British game studios of pedigree. So you've got Rare, you've got Playground say, Games. There's one that you're very familiar with. Okay. Uh, the guys who did Fable. Lionhead. Yeah, they're British, aren't they? They're, well, they were disbanded a few years ago now. Yeah, that's true. 
Um, but Playground who are apparently developing uh, Fable, and they're uh, ooh, where are they? Where are they? I can't remember. What? But they're um, but they're British, which is exciting. Yeah. They make yeah. the Forza Horizon games, which are top notch, apparently. <laughs> so you don't play those then. Mate, I played Forza Horizon 4 on Game Pass over Christmas because I was like, I got, I had a few games on the list that I wanted to bash out, you know, during the Christmas period. Hellblade was one of those. Oh. And um, I tried Forza Horizon 4 and I was so game. I was like, oh, I can't wait to play a car game. I haven't played a car game in like 10 years. Let's go, let's go. And I started playing it. I was like, I don't want to play a car game. I do not want oh, this. Okay. I do not want to do any of this. What? And it, But I was really excited because I think, isn't for the one set in Britain? And I really fancied that as well. It's um, set actually, I think, in the in South Scotland and North England. It's like right in between. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, that, that is Britain, though, technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, but no, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's not in England. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I really fancied that. And then I just started playing it. I was like, oh, no, I don't want this at all, which is a bit of a shame. But you can't. You can't, you can't fight against those things. If I don't want to play it, I don't want to play it. I wanted to want to play it, but uh, yeah, I didn't. But um, one of the things I want to ask you, mate, I'm dying to ask you about really oh, wow. is I like, um, I like it when you say things like this. <laughs> is uh, Bleed and Edge? <clears throat> yes, I'm very very excited about it. I've played the last two betas because I pre-ordered the game, so I've been able to be in the beta. The beta came out. Is it finished now? The beta, Bleed and yeah, Edge. Yeah, beta's finished. So I think the first one was probably two weeks ago maybe end of february and then okay. the last one was friday last week to monday like the start of this week did you play every beta i did i played both uh although i played the first week and first beta every day like all day okay uh and then i played the second one not as much because they had a bit more uh technical trouble. issues yeah technical issues there were some glitches that didn't allow you to progress or level up so i didn't i didn't play it as much but hopefully they'll have that fixed by the 24th when it comes out right so so that's tuesday isn't it i think um mm. so what what i'm really curious mate what what was the uh what was the verdict i guess from the beta well you sort of like with uh you know you don't you i don't like to compare games like this to overwatch but i know some people do because it is a similar type of game you know it's Mm -hmm. arena style gaming there's a team of four or five and you pick your character and you you know there's a meta and certain team comps do better than other stuff like that which are kind of what you ended up figuring out here and there yeah um but like like overwatch and actually we spoke about this before where you feel like you sort of hit a, a ceiling after a point in terms of progression or oh no just in terms of like skill like sure. unless unless you're playing the game with people who know what they're doing, right, and, right, right, or right, right. in a team of people who you're actually talking to and communicating with, it's a very fifty-fifty flip of a coin whether or not you're gonna actually win the game or not. I mean, you can carry if you try hard enough, but sometimes even trying to do that isn't isn't good enough. Yeah. So yeah, I sort of uh, I got a, not I didn't get bored necessarily, but I just sort of got a little bit. Oh, so you hit that you hit that ceiling pretty quick then. No, I think once it comes out, I'll, I'll have a lot more motivation for the fact that I know it's not going to go anywhere. With the beta, it felt like there was an end to it, so I couldn't quite enjoy mm. myself as much. 
Mm. Like the limited time made it feel like I, you know, was there to break it down for me? Was there yeah, like, yeah. Li- like, could you level up only like five ranks or something? And there's oh, only a few so characters. This is, or... this is the good thing about it. Every character is there bar one, which okay. they did actually release the character um, on their Instagram to sort of show what it, what the new character looks like. And um, how, yeah, how many characters are there? Uh, Ten, I think. That's not including okay. the new one. Um, yeah. There's three different, um, three different sort of like like in Overwatch you've got you know your DPS, your tanks, and your support essentially like your healers or whatever, right? And is it first person? Uh, no, it's third person. Third, oh, that's exciting! So, and is, there's like yeah. a multiplayer brawler, whatever. Yeah, you want so to call four it. people. Most 44. of the time, yeah, most of the time you're gonna want to do two two DPS, one one support character and one tank character. That's sort of like. What's DPS? DPS, damage per second. So like, you your damage dealer essentially, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The one okay, who's gonna, right. who's more of your glass cannon, you know, the one who's gonna do a lot of damage, but it's probably gonna die quite quick, unless your tank yeah. is in the way or unless you're healed quick enough, essentially. Okay. Um. So yeah. And and how many different classes are there? Just um, those four. Just those three. Three, yeah. three. Okay, and then so you're playing matches where was everyone else really good? Did you yeah, find it really it was... hard? Actually, no, you asked me before about progression, uh, about whether it capped or not. If you played the beta and you got so far, well, I mean, you, even if you played the beta, you know, five minutes, your progression will follow over into the game. That's great. That's a great and I got move. up to like level 16, so I got I got pretty high. I nice. got a lot of currency to buy skins and stuff. So when I, as soon as I jump into the game, I'm going to be able to, be able to buy quite a lot and have a lot of knowledge cool. and do what? well. So My question then is, will any achievements that should have unlocked from being level oh, 5 or 10 unlock? That would be my concern as an ATD loser. has achievements. <laughs> uh, that's a really good question. It's got to. It's got it's to. It's weird that you say that, actually, because I haven't thought about achievements in such a long time. Oh, mate, how can you not? Every game I play, it's all about. Well, that's the thing. I well. play mainly PS4 now, so it's trophies. <laughs> do you care about trophies? Sometimes I do. Yeah, I, 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 I'm tr- trying really hard not to. How come? Because you think it ruins it? No, I think it just brings out the competitive side in me. Of like, right, as if you get all the achievements or if you get all the trophies, you're good at this game. But if you don't sure. get them all, you don't. You're not very good at this game. That's sort of. My yeah, I know exactly what you mean, man. Like, be. I, I haven't ever expressed that verbally, but I totally get that feeling of if I finish this, get all the trophies or achievements, I can officially say I'm okay at this game. So um, I found the achievements for the game. Nice, oh, and I'm a little so bit quick. worried now that you say that. Actually, um, there's a there's a, oh. a trophy or achievement that says play all the tutorials. There you go, mate. And I've done. Is it going to pop? So is it going to pop? Is it going to pop? The same is it with pop? Uh, equip a new board, which I've equipped many so far. So yeah. Okay. Win a match, play ten online matches. I've done this. I've definitely dealt more than two hundred thousand damage. Okay. I've definitely got more than fifty kills. I'm yeah. If anything, I should actually have like. <laughs> I'm not joking. I think I should have almost a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> like, How many achievements are there, mate? I think there's like twelve. In the whole game, I think so. That sounds like it. That absolutely sounds like they've got that. So people play it for achievements. That sounds like 
an but avatar they're not very level. Difficult ones. They're literally, oh, like I'm so playing this game now. It's going to be on Game Pass, isn't it? I think, you could get, I think you could get all these within 10 hours. Oh, that they, they have so, well done, Ninja Theory. You have convinced me to play this game. I mean, it isn't a very expensive game either. It's only £25. Oh, yeah, of course. It's like AA and it's on Game Pass. To be yeah. fair, mate, I wanted to play it. I did want to play the beta. I just never got round to it, but <sighs> I did want to play it, honestly. Oh, yeah, um, you should. Yeah, so I guess what's the verdict then, mate? Like, you don't seem. What's my verdict? I was excited about the art style. You're excited about the art oh, I'm, style. I'm, I was I'm excited. Still, I'm still I was excited, excited about it. <laughs> I was excited about getting my hands on a competitive game, you know, to differentiate my, yeah, a new my game. One, yeah. So, yeah. So, what what was the what was your takeaway from the beta? I think the takeaway is I know I'm going to enjoy it, and mm-hmm. I think. As long as nothing, I mean, weirdly, there's nothing really. The only thing that's coming out in the next few months, or, or actually within the next two weeks, is Final Fantasy VII mm-hmm. remake. Well, um, let's not get ahead of ourselves here, mate. No, there's quite a far. few games coming out. Well, that's the what? Okay, let's just say the games I'm excited about playing that I've seen so far. I can't think of actually any other games that are coming out that I'm too excited for. Doom. Unless you can, you can. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not fussed about Doom. Oh, Jay. What? Did you play 2016, Doom? No. Oh, well, that's why you're not excited. No, Doom isn't my kind of thing, man. Mate, it wasn't my thing either. No, I mean, I've watched enough of it to know it's not my thing, I think. All right. Do you like FPSs? Yeah, of course I do. Okay. I mean, Call of Duty, although I haven't played that the latest is, Call of Duty because it doesn't look pretty that good. That has surprised me, but I'm not going to fight you on it. If it's not your thing, it's not your thing. Yeah, um, okay, so can I can I talk about me for a sec? Is that Yeah, is let's that... go with you. I, yes, yeah. I'm, 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 I've said what I wanted to say. Go for it. Cool, 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 cool. Um, but we, uh, sorry, what was your verdict? I've completely... <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to play it. I'm very excited about it. I can't wait to spend... 50 to 100 hours just you know maxing out characters getting them to max level if there is a max so level and you are going to do that oh yeah i'm going to try definitely okay i so mean you enjoyed got, it that much i've got from the 24th to the to, i've got six days to be able to get as far as i can and i got to level 16 in two before so sorry what do you mean what do you mean you've only got oh i see because you time off yeah time off i've got i've got okay. about six days to play it so i'll try and play it as much as i possibly can during those days. you're not um you, are you not worried about putting all your eggs in one basket so to speak in terms of you know just <clears throat> playing bleeding edge it being a forgettable experience and then you think oh how many other games could i have finished off in that in that week off um well that's true uh not really i think if i if i was wanting to play any other game i would have thought of it by now i think mm-hmm um, okay, fair enough. Nothing yeah, else is on the plate. I, I, I played so much Assassin's Creed during the last time I was off. I think I've had yeah. my quota for the last couple of nah, years. <laughs> you, yeah, mate. I think you. Um, uh, I, yeah. I really want to finish Kingdom Hearts three. I still haven't. I'm like right at the end. What are you, mate? Kingdom Hearts. You. That's a fucking blowback. I think we need so... to save that. <laughs> we need to. I'll, I'll put that on the list for Christ. next time. All right, mate. Woo. Yeah. Mm. So did you? All right, let's just leave that. We'll, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll take note there. of that, mate. Take note of that. Take note yeah. of that somewhere. No, mate. Um...
okay, yeah. So, um, which games I've been playing? So, yeah. Shadow of War. Um, I got it. I think last year. I love Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, that seems I, very up your street, mate. Pfft, Shadow of Mordor was the best surprise game i've had in years mm. i was like i remember the reviews coming out at nines and eights and 10 out of tens i just thought whoa what and then i got it a day a day early um and uh i, I was just absolutely blown away just yeah. blown away it i was, still don't my... actually know what the game is so i haven't actually like watched much of it it's a third person action batman like um combat with really basic stealth and uh, climbing mechanics Um, very it's a very typical third person action game and it makes you feel like a complete badass as you can imagine yeah yeah and um yeah love the first one to bits got every achievement actually including the really hard Mm. one for the dlc um so i got shadow of war uh last year played it uh I found myself thinking a bit too existential three quarters of the way through. So I was kind of like, like, well, mm, yeah, right. What am I doing? Why am I doing this? Um, and then it brought, it brought the end, brought it back um, in a really amazing way. The ending of the game is awesome. Okay. Way better than it had any right to be. Um, oh, probably okay. the best One part of, of the story. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was really good. So then that brought me... And then basically what happens is, mate, is at the end of the game, from what I can tell, is a huge grind. Oh. So so w- what happens is they've introduced these things called, like, fortresses, which are amazing. Yep. Yep. So have you heard... Have you, you know, do you know a little bit about the Nemesis system in these games? I don't know. Oh, mate. Go for it, yeah. You were, lo- were going to love this. So... The Nemesis system is a really smart uh, villain, um, orc villain procedural generator. Okay. So every orc captain, uh, war chief, and overlord uh, are all unique. They all look completely different. They've all got unique dialogue. I've never heard the same dialogue twice when I meet new captains. And I can't tell you, Jay, how impressive that is. And you've probably played Um, it quite a while, haven't you? I've played about oh, um, forty hours of the game, so yeah, and I must oh, have really killed, good. I must have killed over three hundred different orc captains. So, would you like compare this to almost like an end game of like Destiny or something? Mate, perfect example. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. it's not as long as that, but no. um, for a single player game. But basically, what happens is you reach the end, and uh, you've you you know uh, without spoiling stuff you have to take over all of these fortresses yeah. Um, in multiple. So like you have to take over one, then you have to take over two, then you have to take over another two, then you have to take over a mix of three, then you have oh. to take over another one. And then there's like loads of different rounds of it. And eventually I was like, Oh, this is really boring. Um, so I put it on the side. Um, I was a bit angry with it. I was like, why have you done this? This absolute grind <laughs> after such a good story finish. Yeah. And then I looked up the ending on YouTube and I was like, I would be furious if I had to grind all my way for that ending. Oh. Anyway, so zoom back to like a few days ago. I um, I just fancy, I woke up one day and I just thought I fancy finishing that now. 
Oh, I needed so you a game. It, you did it recently, okay? Yeah, literally like this week, and um, I needed a game which to listen podcast to listen to podcast to, and that was like my perfect choice at the, at yeah, the time. For me, it's Borderlands that does that. <laughs> oh, absolutely, mate. Yeah. Um, would would you pl- would you play podcasts on new content? No, unless it was like a repetitive part. No, I only ever do podcasts at the same time as a game. If if it's a game, I know I can almost play with my eyes closed. You know. Yeah, like muscle yeah, memory. Agreed. The muscle memory has to be there. I have to know I'm not going to die. Type situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, almost. Yeah, no so um, earlier this week, um, started playing it. So I, I, I was like, oh my god, I'm only like halfway through this ends. Uh, anyway, so I do this round, and it ends up being the last round. And I was like, whoa, right, oh, okay. okay. Um, so I finished it, got the ending. I was like, actually, that ending is pretty good. To be fair, um, it's okay. Um, and then the uh, DLC came on offer for a tenner instead of 30 quid so i bought that and i thought oh, i'll just i'll just play through that as well then um i would not recommend buying that dlc at anything above the price of 10 pounds i finished both uh well each one in three hours oh, and okay. they they are meaty you play as different characters in each of them they are meaty and they have more re- replayability than i've given them but i I'm not interested in playing uh, one of the DLCs over and over like it recommends. Um, I I did 100% one of them, but the other one I just I just don't care enough. So I've completely wrapped that up. Didn't get every achievement apart from two. Um, sorry, did get every achievement apart from two, which is cool. And that's like in the bank now, uninstalled. And um, uh, right, uninstalled. Now, that's always when you know. Oh, <laughs> mate, the best. Yeah. That's um, and then quickly, um, I've been playing. Did, I must. I told you about my Halo thing, didn't I, Jay? With the Master Chief Collection. Um, remind me. Okay, so got the Master Chief Collection ages ago when it came out. Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, played through all of it. It was really buggy. The achievements were really buggy. It really annoyed me. Put it on the shelf. Got it off the shelf when ODST came out. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Got really annoyed again with its bugginess. Put it back on the shelf. <laughs> I then said to my... Ma- oh, and um, during this buggy period, we tried to play through the Master Chief playlist. So there's different playlists on the game which sh- shuffle different missions. Yeah. The Master Chief playlist has all four core Halo games on it. Nice. So um, we got to Halo 3, and the game pushed us back to the second mission of the first game which is halo oh yeah i think you did say yeah 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 <laughs> yeah so i got furious put it back yeah. on the shelf and- see when when stuff like that happens in games it really really like brings the morale down like massively oh dude it makes you it- not want like not want to touch the game for like forever you're so mate you're absolutely right yeah i um, hate when that happens like it kind of happened a little bit with the with the beta is bleeding edge actually like when that when that progression glitch happened, where I couldn't like level up, I was like, "Oh no, I don't want to play this anymore now." <laughs> you had a glitch that hit you. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I had one actually one in the first beta as well, um, where you couldn't actually lock, you couldn't actually boot up the game. Right. Yeah, well, no which good. they fixed, you know, eventually. Fair play. But it took them a little while. So when you say lock it, but so did the progress from each, like the progress you made in the first beta, did that carry over to the second beta? It did, and it will hopefully still carry over into the main game. Yeah. But you had you hit a glitch where you couldn't level up. Yeah, like I played a game and it, it didn't count that. It didn't. It counted the game as a win or a loss, but it didn't count my level going up. Like I, I got no XP for it, basically. Right. Yeah, oh, it, it did get fixed in the end, but it took too long. So, oh, it's it it can be um 
explodingly annoying and frustrating. Yeah. I'm not usually that angry at games anymore, but uh, when I hit it, yeah. when I hit a glitch or achievement not popping, I am Oh, furious. God. oh god don't even like be- oh, don't start with furious mate it doesn't pop like that is because you like most of them you've got to start all over again depending on if, just... if the game has saves or not <sighs> if it's oh, one of those yeah, games no, that um, save, if you if you uh don't get this achievement on your first playthrough you will have to play through the entire game all over again yeah 37 hours in <laughs> <laughs> actually funny you say that that happened on rogue yeah. Right to get this, yeah, right? But, so, yeah. oh man! So there's a, an achievement okay. for getting something like 35 out of 70 challenges or something. Yeah. What happened was I got two at the same time, so I went straight to 36, and it didn't pop. And yeah. it's literally halfway through the game when you make that much progression. And I was human. I mm. actually went back and played through the whole game again just to get it. That's how annoyed I was. Anyway, yeah, I think I've done that before with something, but yeah, mate. So. I pulled off the shelf and said, listen, mate, they fixed it, so they say. It's now time. We need to put this to bed. Let's play through the Master Chief playlist. So you're going to love this, right? Okay. So we start it. We play through it. We get to the end. No glitches. Oh, wow. Good. I'm glad. But the achievement doesn't pop. Yeah, of course it doesn't. Of course it doesn't. Oh, my God. Ah, oh, do you know what though? I kind of put it to bed. I was like, "Listen, mate, I've you done know, it." I'll... In your heart, you did it, Nick. In your exactly, heart, you mate. Thank yeah. you. Exactly. Yeah. But you I mean, it, you can't, the, the you can't make this up. Do it, yeah. You can't make it up, mate. No, so anyway, no. so we wrap that up. He said, "Listen, I like. I really like to do Halo Reach." So um, we, we we're now uh, we finished Halo Reach last <laughs> night on Heroic and. Oh, nice. Um, we're going to now get the last few data pads and then we're done on that. So I can uninstall the collection, which is really useful as well. Mm. Um, and then that's me really. And then we're both looking forward to the next DLC for Borderlands three. We are. Yeah. Which I didn't think I would actually be interested in straight away. Did you play the first uh, one? First yeah. DLC. So I can, I, yeah, I did. I completed that fairly quickly, not like massively quickly. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it took me a weekend. It took me two days. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah it was quite quick. I think was it? Yeah, I mean, it's quick if you know what you're doing. If you're someone who's a bit more casual, then I imagine it'd probably take you like maybe I don't know a week. Yeah, a week. Yeah, in but small for, doses. For people like us who are sort of, I'd like to say, self-proclaimed. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. We're, I'm we're only like, joking. We're like really big borderlands heads you know we've been around since day one yes we've correct. put well over 100 hours into each game i'd say well, i know i have <laughs> I don't know not sure about pre-sequel but the other oh, two I have, definitely yeah, i played that one a lot a lot a lot you got that on xbox one mate yeah i got the handsome collection i think you i think you might need to assist me with some of those achievements certainly can i i probably need to do the same with you i haven't got all the achievements on there oh Oh, I think we found our first Let's Although play. I don't know if I have it on Xbox. I think I've just got it on PlayStation, so I'll just double oh, check. Oh, heartbreaking. Yeah. But okay. So did you like the first DLC? Yeah, so the, the first one was the jackpot one, right? The Handsome Jack. Moxie's heist of the Handsome Jackpot, was yeah. it? Something like that? Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, I liked it, it too. It didn't feel... 
I see. I the the best DLC for Borderlands ever was the entirety of the DLC for Borderlands One. Interesting. I will say, I think the the Zed Zombie Island was the best one. The the Borderlands One DLC is very meaty. Yeah, that's what I liked about it. It was thick. It was, you know, it was heavy. Yeah, man. It was it was, it was great. Interesting you say that though, because Borderlands 2 had some of those, but it had lots of really interesting small DLCs. Yeah, yeah, which I didn't like as much. I prefer okay. large DLCs with lots of characters who feel to fall in love with, mm-hmm. with. You know, like really crazy out there personalities, which this one mm-hmm. definitely had. No, yeah. And actually now that I think about it, there was some really good good interactions really good areas and yeah mm-hmm. i really loved did it did you yeah i liked it too um i thought it was you know quite it was a bit repetitive with the enemies but you know it was really yeah, cool that, that um, was a bit weird like because it was all basically just robots wasn't it exactly exactly well um, once but, you find like a good acid gun i think you're okay aren't you? exactly yeah. the cool boss at the end though like you say cool characters mm-hmm. so so y- what did you think you were going to be borderlands out for a bit yeah so i played the main game <laughs> and it took me like you say there's with each game like i remember you saying before there's always that sort of that limit isn't there where you sort of get to a point and you think, right, I, ca- I cannot play this game anymore because I've put so many hours in. I'm just not even in the mood <laughs> to look at it anymore. And I, it well, to, me... Jake, to be fair, how many how many characters did you max out? Do you want to tell, do you want to tell everyone? How... Sorry? I maxed them all out. Right. So I got okay. to max level with each character, and I was like, right, okay, I think I'm done now. Next level. Next um, level. But it didn't take that long. I think I, I got in, like, with most games that where there's sort of, like farm spots that are, you can take advantage of essentially you know that you can get to like level 40 to 50 within like three hours basically are you skipping a lot of the side stuff no I didn't, I, didn't, just asking. I didn't i didn't grind levels until i completely finished every mission all side missions all main missions 100 percent. right so Jeez. i did 100 percent of the missions and i was like right okay i've done everything now i'm not quite level 50 yet i'll grind till the end and i'll get to level 50 and i'm done so i did that with each character and I didn't then, know there was yeah. anywhere to grind in Borderlands. Yeah, there is. It's just you have to sort of have to like look it up or sort of, you know. Okay. I mean, not necessarily grind, but just sort of, you know, do the same boss over again or the same sure, 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 enemy sure, sure, or, sure, you sure. know, because if you sure. want to get certain legendary drops, there's a only drop from certain enemies, stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's where you have an expertise in Borderlands, but where I do not, where I, w- I want cool guns, but I won't grind for them. Um, well, this is the you, thing. You in previous will. Borderlands, they've been a lot harder to get. This is, I will say, if you're a casual player and you've always been interested in trying to get legendary things, legendary guns, legendary shields, and you've never, they've never dropped you before, play this one and you will get loads of them. Okay. You'll be very surprised. I think I've, I've not had to kill a boss more than ten times to get a legendary. See, that seems quite, <laughs> that seems quite a lot to uh, me. I really. Yeah. Sometimes it's like what, uh, forty minutes, maybe forty-five minutes. Oh, I, just... I mean, depending on what gun you've already had. Like, if you've got a good enough build, you're going to kill a boss every two minutes. So, oh, fair, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. I I always felt like I was in your shoes in in the way of like, oh, I've never had anything drop for me. I've never been able to like complete a build and get maxed out everything. But at the mm-hmm. minute, I'm sort of like halfway there. I've, I've I think I've actually got. Maybe two out of the four characters with like the full legendary builds. Okay. It's just, it's just the time, I think, more than anything. I think that's what I did. I got all characters maxed to level 50. Then the new DLC came out and I waited a little while. 
And so I went back and did the DLC with, I think, two out of the four characters and then got everyone to max level 53 because they bumped up to 53. Yes, I I haven't um got my main character, my one character, I should say, to uh <laughs> to level fifty three because um I thought that well, firstly, the seasonal content they're releasing are really quite cool as well. But yeah, I thought um that, yeah. okay, um I thought that because they're releasing the second DLC, hopefully they won't bump up the level cap, so I can just use that DLC as an excuse to level up my guide to fifty three, basically, or gal. Yeah, I'm not sure, actually, if they're bumping up again. I think they said that... Because with previous games, they've just released new characters. Yes, um, but they're not doing then, that, are they? They're not. So instead of doing that, they're basically doing like a slow roll of of increasing the levels, I think. Which I think is smart, actually. Because it used um, to be, I think, there was 50 and then like 60 and then 69, then 70. Right, and then 72. Yeah. It sort of slowly went up, didn't it? But this time, yeah. it's, it's, I think, maybe, you know, three each time, so... Which is, I quite like it actually. It's, yeah, I'm kind of um, hoping they do bump it up on this next one. It would be nice. Okay. I think so, for me, it's more about getting like, because you can get legendary at level 50 or 53, but then if, you know, the new max level 56, you can be like, right, I can become even more powerful now if I just grind for the same legendary again. Because I mm. guess that would be the problem for you is if you've got a legendary at level 50 and you thought, well, it took me this long to get it this time. I'm probably going to get a bit bored if I have to do it again just to get level. Absolutely. Three. But I mean, if you've got the time, it's you know, it's there. Oh look, listen, so. mate. If you if you enjoy that loop, um, you oh, know, go true. go right loop ahead. Loop shooters, you know? I think, really are like some of the best games. Like I spent so much time on Destiny. ecosystem yeah so i actually wrote this as part of one of my topics actually oh okay we'll talk about it later then so what do you um what do you think about um borderlands 3 dlc 2 lastly then in terms of do you think it'll be good do you like the story um prospect yeah so the story is uh i forgot their Hammerlock name and, uh, yeah, Hammerlock. Uh, what jacobs what is it yeah i think so i forget his name now well, me, me too. Yeah, their wedding. Yeah, so it's their wedding. It's their sort of them coming together. Guns, love, and tentacles. That's right. Um, yeah, I'm, I think mainly with any amount of any DLC, it's like, right, what new guns are there? Yeah. And then secondly is like, right, new characters, hopefully, or at least more more background on, on characters we already know and love, basically. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I, with the art style of this DLC, I'm kind of hoping it's all a bit like Zed's Island. It's all very like dark and mm, grim, and sort of very like um, Lovecraftian, if you know what I mean. It looks, it looks, it looks that way. Like tentacles. I hope there's like a big sort of like when it says tentacles, in my mind, I'm hoping there's going to be like a massive Kraken style boss. Yeah, I think there might. Which be we made. had in Borderlands One and Two, didn't we? So. Yeah. Do you I'm mean like a raid boss? Back. Kind of, yeah, just like a, a boss of you know any sorts, like a big boss or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they're usually pretty good with bosses. Um, yeah. I I think I said to you before, I like the idea of you know games like Inside where you can put on journey where you can play them and finish them in a, in a short period, and and I think DLCs actually go in that category for me. Yeah. Um, 
where I'm thinking like, okay, so even if I play this DLC two hours a night for a week, you know, that's that's a you know a week of entertainment, and I can finish it. I can get all the achievements, and I can uh, you know lock it up. So I like that aspect of it. So I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's good. Mm. Um, so yeah, so March like, 26th is when that comes out. So next is that next Friday? Next, next Thursday. Next Thursday. So I'm debating on whether to play it straight away or come back to it after I've maybe got bored of Leading Edge, which hopefully won't be sooner. It'll be later. I I would say ride the Bleeding Edge wave because the DLC oh, yeah, will definitely. be there for when you finish. Yeah, the DLC it... will be there when I come back, so that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jay, you want to talk about a couple of things happening. Mm. One of them being... The Borderlands film being directed by Eli Roth. Yeah, Borderlands of the Borderlands. Yeah, definitely. So, what's uh, to tell me why you're excited? Well, I feel like this is all. This has sort of like been on the back burner for a while, ever since the first game came out. Like it sort of the, looked, the film. Uh, yeah, like it, it looked like Borderlands could sort of be made into maybe like an uh, like a like a cartoon almost. You know, it's that sort of shell uh, cell shaded style of animation and that mm-hmm. is that's been known to have happened in other cartoons or animations before so i thought if any if we're going to get any other media from this it'll be like a tv series mm-hmm. but then do you want other media what of borderlands other than uh games of any game but also borderlands oh that's a good question because i i, I personally I personally can't believe you've put this as something to be excited about. <laughs> well, I, didn't, I, I just don't say, care about video I game movies. I haven't said whether or not I'm excited about it. I'm that is true. It on there. For me, true. I think actually it matters more about what the film's going to be. Uh-huh. Why I think I was surprised when it turned out to be Eli Roth, who is a horror filmmaker. Do you think that this film will actually be made and he will actually direct it? I mean, I hope so. Okay. Uh, I'm just more concerned or curious about where they're going to go with it, uh, if anything else. Yeah, sure, sure. Like, just do you like his film Clown or whatever it was? Do I like what? Clown, was it his film? Um, Clown? No. Was it called Clown? Oh, he's Googling it. I can see him. All right, hang on. He's copy and pasted. Yeah. Give me a I'm just wondering what, like, I just obviously we, you know, he's kind of a name. I know him more as the Bear Jew, really. That's kind of my. Oh, he did do clown. He he produced clown. Oh, I thought he directed it. My bad. My bad. Uh, so I think the one everyone uh, always remembers him was uh, Cabin Fever. Did and he direct then, that? He directed that. That was his first <laughs> director. That was his direct debut. Um. And then Hostel 1 and 2, they're like his main ones. Oh, right, yeah. And then he got Quentin to help on Hostel Part 2, didn't he, or something? I think so, yeah. Right. Which I'm not a massive fan of that style of film, not really. But well, I, I don't even know I liked, was about. I liked Cabin Fever. I think Cabin Fever was supposed to be like a... I can't remember now if it was like... A, I think it because he, yeah, he might have even done... Where is it? We did it again. He did it twice. He did Cabin Fever twice. <laughs> he did Remake. it in 2002 and then did it in 2016. Oh, not Which sure I think about it's that supposed one. to be like an Evil Dead type situation. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, but yeah, I mean, from his previous stuff, um, which are all very, very gory, 
and as we both know borderlands is surprisingly a gory game like there's a lot of blood and heads coming off and yeah yeah blowing up of bodies which i think is more why they wanted to get him more just to do with the effects of that side of it rather than the actual like anything else but i think the main thing a lot of people forget about borderlands is the actual the comedic side of borderlands Mm -hmm. which i'm hoping they'll have some sort of like comedic producer on this hopefully yeah i think they 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 know that that's an important aspect i'm sure they will um Hmm. i'm sure they will do that uh yeah yeah um and then also you want to talk about next gen Mm. so i know you do too (laughs) i do i do today's quite a good day because i think the the specs for everything just came out i think within the last 24 hours oh okay yeah so let me go on a bit of a rant here so so Xbox have been releasing like small snippets of information and then they released the look of it at uh, Game Awards. And then PS5 come out also with slow tidbits, the logo, wide articles. And then they did their spec reveal um, mm. just after Xbox did their spec reveal. And it was awful. Yeah, it wasn't um, ideal. It reminded me just like the PS4 Pro reveal, which was also awful and for the record um i don't know what any of these words mean in the wide article for xbox series x or the ps5 just tell me what it can do you know what i'm saying like you mean like it's got 5500 teraflops i don't know what that means no so it's got it's got 12 teraflops (laughs) I know, I know, I know. I know what you mean. It can, yeah. it can do 12K graphic. I can't even see 12K. Yeah, okay. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Um, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, nah, yeah. So PS5 spec reveal, not great. Um, they are starting to convince me that they've lost the plot a bit, but I don't think they have. I think um, with, um, with Xbox and PlayStation, it's always seemed like a bit of a race, hasn't it? Yeah, man. They have a good, like yeah, a good man. competition, which PlayStation seems to have won the last console, oh, the last couple. By a right? slam dunk, I mean, especially and a PlayStation half. Two. PlayStation Two is the, what the best-selling console of all time. Yeah, I think it's 150 mil. By the way, I want to correct myself because on the last episode I said oh, okay. that PS4 was second. It is not. It is fourth. It is oh, the second cool. best-selling PlayStation though. Yeah, yeah. So I apologize. So I think that. the best comparison I've heard someone say so far about the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 is that the Xbox Series X in terms of power is like a V8 engine, whereas the PlayStation 5 is like is like a V6 turbo engine. So they both can sort of get to the same ending, it's just they get there differently. In terms of speed? In terms of just like overall power. Okay, got you. So the PlayStation so, 5 and the, the Xbox do the same thing, technically. It's just they get there. Oh, different. so are you technically, like, you, you get most of what they're talking about? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the specs, oh. looking at the specs right now. Oh, great. Can, well, you, you take, it, me take me through it then. Yeah, take me through it. So um, what I want to know is, is Xbox Series X more powerful than PS5? <sighs> um, yes. From what we know. Uh, it, yes, it, I'd say it's more powerful. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. And 
what I what I got really excited about was smart delivery. So the idea that developers don't even have to do anything to their game for the game to run better in both performance and graphic enhancement um, because of smart delivery. Mm-hmm. That's that's a really do exciting you want to explain that a bit more? Uh, Oh, so I mean, so apparently Xbox Series X has a thing. Which means that um, any any original Xbox, Xbox 360 backwards compatible game on the Xbox One and any Xbox One game, I don't know if that includes disc yet, mm-hmm. um, when played on the Xbox Series X, will be played at the best possible um, version. Mm-hmm. So the Xbox Series X will look at the game and be like, right, I can run these graphics at this thingy. Um, I can run the loading times this much quicker. And uh, you can do this many other things while playing the game um, without developers ever having to touch it, which I just thought was really... I thought that was like, yes, that is the step we need to make. We mm. need to be able to put in old games and new systems and for them to run better in every single way. That That's a dream. Um, and, and to have all the... Oh, to have all of the backwards compatibility games in that program available is awesome. Especially when playstation made a huge huge mistake and came out and said oh yeah um most of the top 100 ps4 games will be playable what are they yeah we're gonna release the list it's like it's fine don't worry all the good ones will be there it's like why why have you done this you could playstation have always done this thing of holding back as much as they can until close to release right Mm -hmm. whereas xbox have sort of been known to give you a bit more than PlayStation always. But that's why I think a lot of the times Xbox looks like they're always ahead at the beginning and then mm. there at the end they sort of seem to, t- uh, you know, they seem because to... Because they've shown all their cards. So yeah, to speak, kind of. Be. But I think, weirdly, Xbox have shown the cards and the cards have been better. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. No, I think I... If, you had to, if you had to pick right now which one was better, I'd probably go with the Series X. But which one are you buying first? I know you're probably buying both, but which one, if you had to buy one, would you buy? If I had to buy one and only one, it'd be the PlayStation 5. Why? I think there's just more... Like, we've come back... You know, we've we talked about this before. Exclusivity in certain games. So there's, they've already got enough games in the pipeline for you to think, oh, I prefer a PS5 at launch. Well, I don't know if they have, but they have in the you- past. I know what you're saying, and like it's highly likely. It's it's very highly likely at the minute. Yeah, weirdly, although I I prefer the way the the X looks, even though we don't think we even know how the PlayStation Five looks, do we? I don't think so, mate. No, they haven't actually released it technically. No, no, um, um, but we do. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but we do know what the Xbox Series X looks like, not specifically, and we do know what the controller looks like quite specifically. So, um, and we also have been given demos on load times and the which I find absolutely amazing is you can have you know five games running at the same time on Xbox and you can go in between them within seconds of each other. Oh, it, like, that's it just sounds that's insane, mate. Like, and that's also, a... load times can depending on the game under a second. I oh, know 0.83 seconds on most games, it's a dream, isn't it? I it's think an absolute this, dream. I think when we say next gen, I think load times are going to be a thing of the past. 
I completely agree. Like, legit, like you can you can wait up to sometimes thirty seconds on some of the you know Xbox One and PlayStation Four. Now it's going to be within seconds. It's going to be so much quicker. Mate, can you imagine how quick it's going to um, load Red Dead Two? I'd love to to oh, test man. that. Um, my question is, if games are developed for the system, surely uh, the loading times will represent that. If that makes sense. What do you mean? So if you design a game for PS2 uh-huh. and then run on a PS3, it's obviously going to load quicker. But if you oh. design a game based on Xbox Series X, why is it that it can load this much quicker on this particular generation? What? Why? Why is it the next generation is going to eliminate load times? I, I rather than That's because um, they're more powerful, right? Sure, but every generation's been more powerful. Well, do you mean like so? Like the Xbox One game had the same or was it quicker in load times compared to the previous generations? Is that what you mean? That that's exactly what I mean, yeah. So they've had so would you say Xbox One has got the same load time as three sixty or quicker? It depends on the game. Sometimes I'd say worse. Oh, okay. Well maybe it's just that this power they have now is closer to that of an actual like gaming PC. Which yeah. me looking at the specs right now is that. And I've I yeah. think I've actually got a better idea of how much these consoles are going to cost just by looking at the specs right now. I can okay. tell you how you know how much each of these things cost, and it's going to be a lot. Like five hundred quid. Like between five hundred and seven hundred. Oh my god! Although that's that's dollars, so you know maybe between like four fifty and six fifty pounds. Like it, it just depends on how much how much profit they want. <laughs> well, do you do you think that you know console gamers want? the this um technical hardware and this expensive hardware well i think it depends on the age range of the game if you're someone who's maybe between the ages of 10 and 13 and haven't really been around as long to sort of know you know what speeds mean or this all you want is a thing that's going to play Fortnite or whatever if you're that kind of mm-hmm. kid then you don't really care about all that kind of stuff but if you're someone like us who has had to live through slow load times and we know that you know old games now used to look like new games now right Mm -hmm. back in the day you know certain games look so much better than they do now but back then they looked you know next gen and uh yeah and i think yeah i think i'd I'd say like two-thirds of gamers probably want to buy the more expensive kind of you know best possible thing because they know they just want the next what's what's next what's going to be the best thing yeah yeah Um, yeah definitely and it's interesting because this might be the first time two consoles launch from the same you know series um that are different in terms of power and cost well we've never had that before at launch for of a generation very 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 similar I'd say eight out. Oh, of what ten. I meant, sorry, mate. What I meant was sorry is that um, Xbox might release a cheaper model to the Series X. Oh yeah, all... okay, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I won't. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation won't do that though, will they? I I think they're less likely to personally. They, previously, they've had the slim version, haven't they? Uh, yeah, and the Which Pro. I don't know if if the slim one was just a smaller version of the same console, or was it less powerful? 
from PS2 and PS3 days, I'm pretty sure it's just smaller. Um, yeah, the PS2 Slim is actually a joke how small it is. <laughs> yeah, that's um, tiny. Oh my god, it's it's hilarious. Um, PS4 Slim, uh, pretty yeah, pretty sure it's just smaller, and um, PS4 Pro obviously is slightly bigger. I think. Yeah, I guess you could say the same with about the Xbox One because they brought out the smaller one, didn't they, later on? Well, that's just it. Their most powerful Xbox One at the moment is sm- the smallest Xbox One, which is yeah. incredible. I think it might even be the smaller, like nearly the size of the 360. Um, how we're excited about a console being near the size of the old generation is a marvel. But there yeah. we go. I will um, say, uh, the, I, the the way the Series X looks, I'm very pleased with how it looks. Me too, mate. I, I've my ex. I'm looking at my Xbox One now, and it's the it's the original Xbox One. It's the old big chunky one. Yeah, and it's taken up so much room. <laughs> <sighs> I I, I can huge. I can imagine the Xbox Series X sitting there right now, and it would be perfect for where it is. Oh, it, it'd be absolutely perfect. It looks futuristic. It looks so much smaller, and it looks um. It and looks it really different. is like like a mini PC. Like I will say, these things are very close to what you would get nowadays for a good PC. Right. Sure. Like the amount of RAM and memory these things have got is is good. Is very very good. Like these things One are better than my gaming laptop. You know, a lot better. Okay. My laptop One... costs a lot of money. <laughs> sure. One thing I do really want from this sounds a bit pretentious. I don't mean it like that. Okay. I want to be able to run a game, run music, and see my achievements pop without any lag. Is like, is yeah, that yeah. too much to ask on this next? Do you know, I don't. Don't get me wrong. Running five games at the same time. You know, amazing, incredible. However, yeah, lag, I'd rather yeah. just. I'd rather just run one and donate all of the power to that and whatever yeah, other multitasking too. things I've got going on. That's just I, kind of how my mind works. I think for me, if I was to ever run multiple games, it would only ever be two at a time. Sure. And that would be very rarely at all. I mean, I, I guess that's more of them just showing off, really, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Sort Do you think it would be like a single player and then a multiplayer game? Yeah, so it would be like if during the like low times of a multiplayer, like during the, you know, the bit before... Where you have to sort of sit there in the lobby, you just sort of switch mm. over to the single player and do like a oh yeah, that's whatever, incre- right? in that respect, that is really exciting. Because I mean, people I do think- that on PC nowadays. I do that on PC. Oh, do you but know another thing about PC which I um I don't realize is that you you know you've got um the accessibility of Netflix etc. just on another monitor, like it's a piece yeah. of piss. Oh yeah, know. sure, multiple monitors. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's true. No, but I mean, like that is a that is a huge benefit to PC gaming, which I never really considered. Yeah, I mean, you know, PC master rates and all that, but <laughs> all that, all I don't that, believe in it. Yeah. But yeah. well, I mean, I I actually don't prefer PC gaming to console gaming, not even in the in the slightest. Like, I don't play PC games on full anyway, mm. just because if I do, my laptop doesn't quite take it. I mean, I'd have to like the amount of heat that comes out of this thing. It'd be you know.
which is why I'm actually very happy with the Xbox Series X because the fan in it is at the top. And it you got caught... Series X? Well, no, I haven't got one, but from what I've but, looked at, sure, yeah, yeah, sure. no, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, know sorry, I thought you, no, yeah, no, I'm with you. Sorry, I thought I was yeah, like, so... oh, you got Series X? The top, no. So the top part of it is like a fan, which you obviously have in the old console. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have fan, mm-hmm. but the way it's designed is that it cools top down. Oh right. So any heat is going to get dispersed downwards anyway. So you know all the heat that is rising is just going to get shoved right back out anyway. Right. So all the heat's going to go up and it's going to go straight up. It's going to cool instantly. Which I don't know. I mean, from from pictures of what I've seen of potential PlayStation designs. They look, I don't know, very kind of silly and not really too productive. But whether they're, you know, even close to being true, I doubt it. Oh, they and then developer kits, there is no way they're true. I just no. can't. Not, not a chance. Um, in fact, they might have designed them so radically <laughs> just to get the news stories, to be fair. which is Yeah, kind of probably. They're probably just to, just to, you know, see so, if people get excited about it. Do you... um? So you're picking... I I have to pick Xbox at launch. Um, well, but... I mean, I probably am going to get both, just because I've been saving yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Um, but I'm just... I'm, I want to I, I wanna see between now and holiday 2020 what is coming out on Xbox that is going to make me want to go, right, yes, I have to get this. Absolutely. Because and that with, is their challenge. I think that actually the one game I have seen on PlayStation is, uh, I think, God something. I forgot what it's called cool now. Oh yeah, the the multiplayer Destiny like. I know what you're on about. Uh, Godfall. Godfall. Yeah, yeah. Like if that's anything like how I think it's going to be from the reveal trailer, then I'm definitely picking the PlayStation over the Xbox. But if Xbox comes out with something, I'm trying to think what would what what would make me want to play Xbox exclusively. I'm trying to think what previous Xbox games that we know about. I mean, Elder Scrolls Six. Although dude, there Trump, is uh, no way that is coming out. Dude, Starfield's not even been shown yet. Yeah. I'm trying to think what, what exclusive... I mean, Gears of War doesn't really do it for me anymore. Like If they brought out a new one of that on, on the new Xbox, I wouldn't be too... You know, that wouldn't make me want to do it. Did you play Gears 5? No, I think I stopped after Gears 3. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think, weirdly, Bleeding Edge is Xbox exclusive. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason why I'm playing my Xbox at the minute. <laughs> How does your Xbox One run at the moment? Um, yeah, I, you remember you saying earlier about it being laggy. It's always, I mean, the, I'd say the menus are laggy, but the games themselves are fine. Yeah, the menus are slightly laggy. I actually find my PS4 is way laggier with them. It takes really? ages to load up my menu for the PS4. <sighs> oh, okay. So I, yeah, I will say that the load. I'd say the PS4 is smoother in how it loads, whereas the Xbox isn't. It's very like jittery in that sense. Yeah, I agree with that. I think they're both slow. It's just they're not. They they go I, about it differently. I find the Xbox menu more responsive, um, but the oh, PS4 wow. menu, like I I open the party to to open a you know open a chat party, and it takes ages. I'm like, what are you doing, PS4? I just want to speak. I'd to say people. the opposite, actually. Really, maybe it's my PS4 then. Um, I think it's more just because you you're on one more than the other, so you're probably used to it. True, 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 true. Yeah, I do try and run as limit. Like I don't try to run um too many things on the Xbox One because it will, you know, it's had a it's had a good run, and I don't want to oh, keep draining it. So it's, Xbox um, One came out twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah. So it's been it's yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's had, had a good, good run. run. Come, come on, money's yeah, worth. Yeah, 
got our money's worth. So, um... oh, so I'm guessing Halo Infinite is going to be the thing for you, isn't it? I'm hoping, mate. Um, yeah. I I think hey, I'm losing that prediction and conspiracy that this might be the best launch lineup of um, games consoles will ever have. Um, but I think if Halo Infinite is uh, a nine out of ten, um, that's going to be a great, great, great first week. I just had a thought about Xbox Series X. Okay. So Cyberpunk 2020. Yes. That's uh, right. From day one, you'll be able to play that version. Yeah. yeah so they say if you buy it on Xbox One, um, and then they'll give you a free copy on Series X if you've already bought it, but they haven't said anything about that on PlayStation yet. Correct. I think that might be my one my one reason so far. To actually yes. And actually, there is another thing. I'll have to try and find this and show you at some point. But I, you remember when? Because you might have remembered when I had one. The Xbox 360. You could get a. You could get different, uh, like painted sort of shells, like cases for them. Yeah. Well, I think I've seen some, like almost like sticker like cases for the new. For- uh, for Series X? Yeah. All right. And there's one in particular that I think has done it for me, which is a Doctor Strange type skin that you can put on the uh, Series X. <laughs> nice. Yeah. There's a guy I find them on. Um, hit and miss, usually. There's a, there's a guy on Instagram called Boss Logic. Okay. Have you heard of him? He does a uh-huh. lot of. Um, yeah, so he does. If there's any sort of rumor about a Marvel film coming out, he'll do like artwork for it. Okay. He's actually done. I think he did the Spider-Man Homecoming uh, promotional posters. He actually got hired by Marvel because of how well he did just with like fan-made stuff. Why don't they keep him on? I think they have kept him on. I think he's done some other stuff. Oh, there's another one I found here. So there's, you know, uh, Han Solo in the, uh, is it the Carbonite? Yeah. So I've seen that as a as a coverable. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. it's obviously that like block shape, so it's like perfectly yeah, shaped. Yeah, that's cool. <clears throat> so I've seen that. I've seen so Hellblade it, Two. I've seen. Is Doctor it the cover? Strange. Is it on each side or just one side? Yeah, it covers the whole thing, and also I think you wow. can get. A, depending on, I think the idea was you were supposed to be able to like have this as like a promotional thing for like make like buying it as a package. Yeah. So you'd get like a special edition xbox with like a special edition co- uh, controller as well that had like a different color right okay i'm now looking at a halo infinite one that looks pretty cool that's cool oh, a Gears yeah, one as well. they look awesome and also if the if the oh this is one thing if the light at the top of the xbox changes color oh my god <laughs> my guy okay it's uh... gonna be it's gonna be that like original xbox green but if it can change color yes please oh I want to make it I... orange so bad. <laughs> that's that the most exciting you've had throughout this whole podcast. Well, no, you can change I mean, the colour. It's a yes. fucking game changer. It is. For me, it really is. Like, honestly, if I could make it like, maybe like, like you know how you can get keyboards that change like multiple colours? Yes. Like, if you could yeah. do that for the Xbox, I'd be so happy. Mate. I'm sure they do that because they can, you can change the theme colour now and stuff. I'm, I'm sure they're fine with that. Um, but speaking of Halo, mate... Oh, yeah, um, you wanted to talk about a very famous quote that resembles quite deeply within us. I did, and I kind of wanted to talk to you about it in a in a specific way. Okay. So you start talking about what you think about it, and then I'll get into it. Okay. I think you. about 
um, sitting in my office playing co-op with Halo 2 with uh-huh. you. Uh-huh. And then I can't remember if I used to like say it or if we both said it. <laughs> it was definitely uh, you first. Okay. God, that them. sounds so awful them. as a kid. And um, and then we both say like, hoorah! At yeah, the I end. think the hoorah bit was the bit I like remembered that was the only bit i remembered <laughs> okay yeah I, I think um, it was like a two-week period we played that mission like just every day we'd like start with that mission and then we just go on from there we'd never even like try to progress through the game i don't think right, right? yeah no no you're right yeah we we just replayed like the the, the earth missions like the first four missions um, over and over and over i'm guessing you remembered that quote quite well whereas me i just remembered the hoorah bit and that was it Okay. The only, the only, I don't remember it as well as you think. The only reason I remember it is because it's on. I played it on Halo Two Anniversary. Um, oh, okay. sure, sure. So yeah, but it's definitely a memory for us. Yeah, for me, it's just like it takes me right back to that office every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, yeah, I mean, the quote ah. is the quote that um, Sergeant. Oh my God! What yeah, is I his can't name? name? I can't remember his name. What the hell's his name? Should we look at? No, because this is embarrassing. Well, it's been a long time. Johnson. It's Johnson, isn't it? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. God. It's been a long day, right? Jesus. Yeah. Give me some yeah, slack. Johnson, yeah, so um Avery yeah, so when when you're driving while well, you're on the Pelican with him, the scavs attacking the city in Halo 2, and he's like, Do humanity, we regret being alien bastards. Yeah, so um yeah. All that. Yeah, it's that quote. Yeah, um, but yeah, I used to. Yeah, Halo. Them first few missions on Halo Two, I must have played. We must have Very played like ten times. Yeah, we did them a lot, a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do actually. I have to say, Jay, uh, confessing a bit here. Mm. Um, there's not much you can do about it, but I do look back on some things and I just think, oh, why are you such an awful person as like a kid or whatever? But then the <laughs> other half of me is like. Oh, you know, just like small interactions and things. You think, oh, like, why? Like and you always remember the bad stuff. Things? You what? Sorry. Do you mean like getting embarrassed about saying certain things? Uh, no, no, more like, oh, why was I angry about that? Or you know, like, why was I such a, you know, like an, a stupid idiot about that other thing? And why was I? Why did I act like that with that person? Oh, sure. Like, yeah, I, I've had those. Yeah. And like, there's nothing you can do about it. Nobody yeah. really cares about it. Point, it? it's in the past i get that and whether they actually remember it is as well like, you know. oh that's true and then like i know we're all kids or whatever but like i kind of be like think like oh it's just not a good not a good friend but well, i don't know maybe it was but um See, i've always like thought about that and i've never really like i've never really sat down and thought well what makes a good friend and am i being that it was more of like well i'll be me they be them and then that'll be it. That was like my sort of like. That is a fantastic quote. We should get that on the wall. <laughs> they be they no seriously like what is they it? I'll them. be me. They be yeah. them, and yeah. it'll be it. That'll be it. It doesn't really. That'll you don't really do much more than that. That's really. fantastic. Yeah, like, I completely agree. Because most of the time, we're like you know, kid stuff. None of it, so most of the times doesn't really matter. Like you know, sure. I I don't really think about a lot of it. I mean, I do sometimes. I'll you know, it'll haunt me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> depending on what it was but other sure. times i'm like yeah that didn't really affect me that much yeah yeah like yeah. who cares i've had worse experience since then so right <laughs> Jesus. 
Well, worse. Sorry, as in like in your life, like you just embarrassing had... things that have happened. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. You know, wake up in the middle of the night and go, "Oh God, I can't believe I did that." Absolutely. Oh, yeah, a few of those, but yeah. What you got? We got to move on, though, haven't we? I suppose. Yeah, um, yeah man. Um, anything else you want to say on the on the Halo quote front? Memory two thing? Not really. Just that you know, it's a good memory from the yeah. past, early days. And that, yeah, it's just one of those things. Whenever I think of you, I just think of that quote most of the time. Interesting. You're the Halo guy, aren't you? I suppose so. Yeah, I, I forgot how much I loved it until I got Master Chief Collection, and I was like, oh wow, yeah. yeah Halo's getting... always sort of been that. I don't know. I've never really like massively got into it, but I appreciate it for what it is. Sure. Like I'm not an avid fan. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't go out of my way to play it. It's a difficult thing to describe why you like Halo. Yeah, because... Halo is very difficult to. To say yeah, because on on paper it, it shouldn't it shouldn't be a big deal at all. But um, yeah, I, I think Halo Two soundtrack's probably my most listened to game soundtrack ever. That is one Maybe. thing I will say: the soundtrack of all the Halo games is is amazing. Oh, it's amazing, mate! Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, mm. moving on, mm. music interlude, Badoosh. <laughs> um, music interlude. Badoosh. Um, let, can we start with Outriders Looter Shooter first? Uh-huh. So what? What? What is it? What? Uh, I don't yeah, know what I need. Talking about um, which, which this will actually be a good segue into something else after this. Um, we were talking about Destiny earlier. Yeah. And, uh, like you know, Looter Shooters, Borderlands type situation. Um, and there's a new one coming out called Outriders. Which is actually being done by Square Enix of all people. Right, I don't know if I've heard much about this. It's coming out on both next gens. Right, I think is it coming it's out on current gen. In September this year, and it'll be in current gen and new gen as well. Right. So okay. it'll it'll actually won't be that long in between it coming out and the new gen coming out. So I'm debating on whether to actually like wait or you know, hopefully they'll do some sort of. I mean, you you be you be able to play it cross compatible anyway, so it's fine. Well, well mate, yeah, if you if you get. If you exactly, if you get an Xbox, you can play it from well, day one. Know, they haven't released the the list yet, and the list might actually be part of some of the newer stuff, I imagine. So fair. So uh, tell me yeah, about Outriders it. is is weird. When I first saw it, I thought, oh, this looks very like alpha. It looks very like in development still. But then I looked at the, in, the release date, yeah. and I was like, oh god, it's actually like how it's supposed to look. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think they're definitely going to change some things. Um, but it, I, <laughs> what? No, wait, wait, wait. So I think you can. The thing you can compare it to the most is probably the division, right? Yeah. So it's third-person shooter. Uh, I think it's supposed to have I think twenty to twenty-five hour campaign, which is about as long as as division as well. Sure. Um, so it's not massively long, um, and you get loot. You know, uh, enemies drop things. But I think the other game you can compare it to is also Anthem. I don't know if you ever bought Anthem or played Anthem, did you? Mate, <laughs> not a chance. Well, that's the thing. I was actually really hyped for Anthem for a long time before it oh, came out. Oh, many people were, mate. And I played it like when it first came out, and I thought it was brilliant when it first came out. But Seriously? Then it got, yeah, and then I completed it, and it got to the end game, and I was like, oh, this game isn't finished yet. Oh. Right? So I was like, oh, well, I'm disappointed because it's buggy and... The game what did finished. you what did you think when you hit that wall, the grind I wall? Like, I sort of like well, it's not even like necessarily the grind wall. It was more of like they they hadn't 
balance the game properly. Like you got to a certain point and you needed to. The only way you could progress was if you is if you played with someone or a multiple amount of people who had already gotten way past you. So you had to okay. be like a next level gamer to even get a pass where I'd got to, right? Mm-hmm. And I consider myself quite good at these types of games, and for some reason I just couldn't get past a certain point. So there was the the balancing wasn't great. But the reason why I compare this new Outriders game to Anthem is that there's sort of like this almost like class system, like a classic sort of Diablo, almost like a World of Warcraft class system where you've got like a like a barbarian, a mage, and a rogue basically, right? Yeah. So you have a similar type of thing, but more around the elements. As in fire and stuff. So kind of, yeah. So you've got like a, a mage who can sort of like do stuff with fire. It's actually a little bit like um, Avatar, Airbender. Okay. So you, you, you've got one that controls fire, one that controls earth, who's more of a tanky character. The Pyromancer's more of a mage. And then you've got this sort of like... Uh, futuristic rogue sort of assassin one that can like control time almost he can like slow down certain areas and it's like well very futuristic looking you know type of magic or whatever right but mm-hmm. it's it's magic mixed with guns which is a lot like anthem anthem was basically that it was abilities mm. mixed with shooting of guns and you you your, your abilities is a, is a skill tree and you know that's what i know i know you love skill tree skill tree is like skill tree really, is great really make me want to play a game so this game is basically it's just that it's pick a class use your type of magic whether you want to be you know tanky or sort of middle of the road you know uh, dps stroke tank or if you want to be like glass cannon that does all the damage that type of thing but mixed with the guns it, it looks and feels a lot like or what i imagine it feels a lot like division where you've got a cover system and it's all on the ground there's no like flying about it's just very basic um, but they, what I have heard them talk about in in certain developer diaries and stuff, is that they really want to, they want you to use the abilities more than the guns. So the okay. cooldown on the on the abilities is like very minimal. So you'll be spamming a lot of abilities versus shooting your gun. And that's an important gameplay differentiator. Yeah, I think that that sort of that really did makes you know that makes certain people want to play it versus not want to play it. I think, or maybe even mm. like. Want, maybe want to have a go like it may you know some people don't like the the shooting aspect of some things whereas some other people probably prefer the more yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. type stuff but i, I like yeah. that it's a good mixture and i'm sort of i'm more hopeful with how it's going to be but it doesn't at the end i'm when it comes to like loot shooters the end game is like the most important thing when it comes to loot shooters so i've just looked up this game quickly jay um <laughs> yeah. so the co-op aspect looks really important so like three-player co-op type thing um it also says so developed by people can fly who uh did gears judgment and some bullet storm they were a fairly small like double a studio and apparently square enix have um helped them grow to more than 200 people for this project which started in 2015 Mm. and it also says that the um the developers said that it's not a live service title I don't know right. whether you think that's a lie or this is Wikipedia, by the way. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, this could be wrong. Um, but they said it's this game that you can very much start and finish. But from what you're saying and what I'm looking at, it definitely doesn't look like that. And no, if it yeah, is that, I'm to figure out, yeah. 
if it is that, I don't think they're doing a good job of marketing it. No, I think I think I understand that it's not online necessarily in the way that Destiny is, where there's going to be like a a massive end game. Well, that's just it. Because if there's like RPG mechanics, the last thing I want to do is have a a game which only lasts twenty twenty five hours, and then that's it. I yeah, want exactly. I want um last a bit more than you. You want well, yeah. to like, max out a character and like you know be the best exactly. you can be. Yeah, I'm and, trying like, to new... figure out whether or not this is it's trying to be two different things. I'm trying to see what it's trying to be more of, really. Mm-hmm. And, and and if it's if it's got new game plus, then fine, that's great. That that kind of solves that issue. Yeah. But so you're are you excited about this? Then you you're intrigued well, about this. I'd be more excited if it was definitely more of a Destiny end game type situation or a division type situation where sure. You know, you sort of there's like you know raid bosses and that kind of thing, but mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of people are sort of done with that, especially after Anthem. Do you though? I don't know. I'm not done with it, but whether other people are, I'm not sure. I'm I could well, I could play these games forever. You know, Ubisoft seem to have quietly um, been able to carve out their own little uh, audiences somehow from you know For Honor, from the Division One and Two, yeah, from Rainbow Six Siege, which is like how how. It's massive, and, and yeah. it looks like an interesting concept, but nobody thought it was that interesting. Um, no, it seems very like just another Rainbow Six game, but it's become exactly it's massive now. It's, it's so huge. Um, I don't know how they've done that, really, but they have. And I think it's game... obviously like esports, right? Sure, yeah, and I guess like um, just constant updates. I mean, it came out in 2015. It's a five-year-old game. Mate, it's nuts. The thing for me, I think I've already said this before, but the thing for me is that all of these games, including the Ubisoft ones, they never have enough at launch for me to justify playing them. Like, at some point, you reach the end of the kind of, what I'll say, tailor-made content, Uh and you you start the grind, the endgame grind, and I'm just not interested in that. For me, it would be a game like Red Dead, where you've got a 200-hour campaign, and then you've got online. And I'm mm. like, yep, that's that's what I want. That's that's yeah, well, the. I, uh, I suppose that's what sort of uh, separates us two. Then, or you know, differs us two, which is good because we can obviously come at it from different perspectives or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're more of a, a campaign into like you know a sustained online presence, where I'm more of a campaign, but then the online presence is obviously what's more important in the end type situation. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so it's either multiplayer is more important or the campaign is more important. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm glad you brought this up actually, Jay, because I haven't. I've, if I did watch the trailer, I've completely forgotten about it. So I appreciate you bringing it up. Mm, yeah. And this game definitely looks interesting. Looks your cup of tea for sure. Yeah, I think the art style is the thing that's making me question it a little bit, actually. Uh, as in keeping it in your mind, type thing. Yeah, because uh, with Anthem, the look of it and the idea of that, you know, it's like a mech suit and you, you have all, you know, you can fly about and you're really powerful and you have all these abilities. It sort of made it seem very futuristic and, you know, wonderful. And the, there's so many different enemies and health bars and all that type of situation. Whereas mm. this, it's like that, but mixed with Division. Whereas Division was actually like really good because it kept it very real in the in the way of it being just you know basic human enemies. Yeah, so so Outriders sort of makes it seem like it's what it's trying to doing is just normal basic stuff, mixed with hopefully something a bit more grandiose. Actually, I did see in the trailer there was like something very fantastical about a boss enemy, like a, an electric type boss enemy or something. So 
I'm okay, hoping it's not... me. If anything, I'm just hoping it. I'll. I, I, I kind of want to do the thing where I don't know anything about it and then jump into it like near the end and be like, oh wow, there's all this stuff I can figure out for myself. Man, I think that'd be a great experience for you, um, yeah. especially in this time of over coverage. I think you could definitely pick that and Godfall as your kind of games of, you know what, actually, I'm going to go radio silent on them and then just get them or, or you know, play them on Game Pass or whatever mm. and, um, and and find out about the game as you play. I think that'd be a really cool experience for you. I think, yeah, I do that a lot. Depending on the game, a lot of the time, I have to like do all my research on it and know every, every single, single detail about it. Or know nothing about it at all. Mm. And yeah, I think with with this one, I could go either way. I could I could know everything about it or know nothing about it, and probably still enjoy it the same either way. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, think- yeah. And um, you probably even there's probably different avenues, isn't there? Of when you know everything, there's still things you discover or you think, oh, they changed that from the trailer and stuff like that. So yeah, and I guess in development too, there's certain things that you have seen now that might be completely different when it comes out. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um. Speaking of looter shooters, mm. um, yeah. So I just I just basically put ah. this on the dock because I haven't played the division. Thought the world looks yeah. cool, and um, I was just wondering, kind of, what your thoughts were in terms of have do you played the division two? Have you played this new DLC? Right. So yeah, I played the first division, and when it came out, I thought it was very new. Like it was, you know. I never. It, it was obviously similar to other looter shooters, but it was. It was like the way it felt. I. I think most games nowadays come down to how it feels. Like certain guns in certain games or certain abilities have a different feel to them, depending on like the sound a lot of the time too. Mm-hmm. Like the sound of a gun, like in Call of Duty, can make the different guns sound so different or feels you know, very different, and you get a very similar thing in Division. Um. And I think Division Two improved on the first one a lot the first one was really good and division 2 improved again on the second one but i never really i sort of got to the end game of both division one and two and never ever played the dlc did you was the end game too repetitive for you um yeah i mean i guess it got to this point where it literally was just like a grind yeah you'd, you'd kill the same boss over and over again you'd never get the drop you wanted so you'd just stop playing it Okay. Which I've had with like Borderlands one and two, and then didn't get with Borderlands three because I actually got what I wanted. So, <laughs> I think I think uh, co- companies, you know, game developers are sort of holding back sometimes too much on their drops of of like loot. Absolutely. I think the balance of loot is such a massive reason why some people play. People want to know they're being rewarded. People want to people want to be rewarded quite regularly because if you if you're only getting rewarded once every like week. It's like, well, why am I still playing this? Like, some people prefer, I imagine, some people prefer the the challenge of having to wait that long in the anticipation. Dark of it. Souls. But for me, yeah. it's for me, it's I like to be rewarded quite regularly. <laughs> Mate, I like to be selfish. rewarded like by going in the menus. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like stuff true. popping off left, right, <laughs> center. Like like, uh, like the old uh, buddy Simpsons game where you press the start button and you get an achievement. Oh, dude! It's just uh, every every moment I want yeah. to be rewarded. Oh, I like complete... log into the game and get a reward or something. Exactly. So. Oh, daily reward for logging it. Thank you very Thank much. You. Yep. I'll be back tomorrow and I'll still Ex- play it. Exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah. completely with you on that. Yeah. So no, I, I don't really know too much about the new DLC. All I do know is that uh, the first division was set in New York. Uh, the second one was set in Washington D.C. 
But yep. now this one being called Warlords of New York, it's obviously going to go back there. Because I will yes. say the division actually has a really interesting story and lore behind it, but not a lot of people pay attention to that because a lot of it is hidden in uh, in sort of like these audio files that you find around the city. Yeah. And I actually spent a lot of time in the first game going around looking for them all and listening to them properly and trying to understand the story. I think uh, there's a, a a whole podcast we could have of collectibles which oh, yeah, just provide better stories than the, the stories in the game. You miss out on so much content if you don't go for collectibles and actually listen to the or like read the pages that you pick up, stuff like that. Absolutely, you, you learn about such awesome Easter eggs a lot of the time. Absolutely, I mean, I just I just went through the Last of Us collectibles, and mm. um, as you can imagine, they were pretty um, pretty uh, deep. And I think another example of that is Bioshock uh, collectibles, Bioshock Infinite, Bioshock oh, One. A massive one. I think you can actually figure out the end of the game with the with the collectibles, can't you? Uh, Bioshock like, One. Sorry, ending, you can actually find out what it is way before the game finishes. Are you talking about Bioshock One? Sorry. Yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think I think, um, I think they I think the developers actually put in specific collectibles that if you know if you can figure out the the sort of you know the riddle behind it, it sort of tells sure. you the end. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. I I remember it's it's heavily hinted before the beats come up anyway. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it has got an interesting um law. I guess it again just a live service game. I'm not interested in. Uh, maybe if I had a friendship group who were crazy about a, a yeah, particular yeah, game, should, it's so much more fun when you know you have a group of lads or ladies who yeah, will uh, yeah. appreciate also the game for what it is and will consistently play it every day with you. But yeah, it's not always. You know, I think we would have been able to get away with that in high school, but not so much now. Agreed. We have jobs, and you know, we have to. You know, we can only have spend so many hours on games now that it's just difficult to to link up absolutely and, and i people, think you know always people want to play the same game at the same time either do they exactly yeah, and i think uh this this dlc would be a perfect example of an excuse for us all to get together and play you know this game if there was a group that we played it with but then i've got the issue with well why the division and not destiny 2 like what is it about these live service games where you know um what differentiates them for people where I'm going to pick the division two as my game as a service for the next two years. Like I don't, I haven't got that decisive power in me because none of them stand out that much to me. I think, yeah, I, th- I mean, I'm, I'm, I know there are people who do play these types of games every day for two years. Yeah. I think for people like me and you, there's too many things that come along during that time that we, we can't help ourselves, but leave that game and, and go to this new one. There's just, there's too many options for us. We like too many things. You know, we can't help but if there's a new game coming along, we have to play it. We have to, you know, separate from this game that we could have played for two years in a row, but then don't because we want to play this new one. You know, there's too right. we, we like too many things. If if we if we were quite boring and we just had the one game that we were interested in, then yeah, it'd be fine. Sure, but we don't we don't do that. You know, we we like to spread ourselves out and make sure we have the knowledge of a lot more than just one thing. So, yeah, definitely. I, I think probably think that's what. Um... I think destiny was probably the one did that actually i spent a long time on destiny yeah me too i think destiny actually destiny um destiny one was the first real console live game i think they succeeded in in what they set out there changed the game massively 
yeah it felt so next gen and it wasn't <laughs> yeah it's true it was just really repetitive and again they yeah. didn't have enough content at launch but they, they got they... there though eventually there's a lot of dlc yeah there is there is i think um, a lot of the time it comes too late i think that's probably what it is for a lot of people yeah people like me it, it definitely it would actually be worth testing potentially uh, a developer who had dlc at launch what do you mean sorry so like a game literally launched with the first dlc i can tell you a game right now that launched with two dlcs whether you can't dragon age origins um Uh, if you bought the game you got two characters or one character um but there were very small dlcs you kind of just discovered the character finished their quest and then they get in your party mm. um but i don't know if mass effect 3 also had that i'm not, I'm not sure but that that has happened yeah i just yeah i wonder whether that was successful or not that's good yeah i remember being excited about like like i imagine most gamers were like well it's not dlc you've just cut out the game and just given it to me for free yeah, i as I mean, that's, that's sure uh, yeah and but uh, for me i was just like oh cool free free stuff yeah i'll i'll uh, dive into that i complete sucker for it so yeah i'll be interested to see what other examples there are of that i mean you can probably look it up if you want to um Let's talk about Diablo 4, mate, if that's okay. Yeah, if you, um, so Diablo 3 is the only Diablo I've ever played, and I played yeah, the demo. Mate, mate! Mate! What? And uh, that's cool. <laughs> well, I mean, Diablo 1 and 2 came out buddy, on PC years ago, didn't they? Yeah, that is true. I mean, Diablo 3 came out in 2012. Oh, my God. Really? Was, yeah, it was May 15th, 2012. Whoa. Shoot. Uh, Diablo 2 came out on PC in 2000. Okay. So, yeah, 12 years between 2 and 3. And then it will be, if it's coming out... Oh, wow. Uh, if it's coming out next year, it will be almost 10 years between 3 and 4. So do you think that's becoming a bit of a, um, a, a standard for Diablo? I feel like it kind of has to. Diablo has to have time to be able to become a new thing. Each individual Diablo is is very similar to the previous, but also very different in how it yeah, looks. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like how it should be. it should become this fantastical thing. I want Diablo Four to be the best possible version of what Diablo could be. I expect oh, so much from Diablo Four. Have you seen the gameplay for Diablo Four? I didn't know there was gameplay. Oh, my friend. Yes, there is gameplay, and it is insanely amazing. Isn't it? Actually, I think I might have. Isn't it like way darker than three? It's really, like it almost reminds me of Warhammer, of like how a lot of the Warhammers, like there's some Warhammer races that are very like sort of like gory and kind of like mucus filled and like devils and horns and you know blood and goo and all that kind of stuff, which is what Diablo is. It's that sort of almost like hellscape, isn't it? Yes. 
So that's kind of what I want it to be. I want it to be like a like a hellscape. I want it to be, you know, this sort of barbarian type sort of like Skyrim looking villages, and then all of a sudden you're whisked away into this like different dimension where there's like you know devils and angels and creatures and horrible you know like amazing looking like eyeballs floating and all sorts of stuff oh man honestly i'm <laughs> i'm so hyped I'm, i can't i really can't wait for the other four it looks so good mate i hope i hope blizzard ones blizzard is one of the best developers or were um diablo 3 is why exactly exactly i'm taken in it they know they do they do they do it well exactly and diablo 3 was one of the most addictive if not the most addictive dungeon crawler and like it that's that's right because i think it's one of the first and they set the standard and they still set the standard a bit like how gta 3 set the standard for open world games and they're still setting the standard for open world games and um diablo 4 they'll take their time it looks darker uh, the trailer, all their cinematic trailers, Blizzards are incredible. Um, they get it right where so many others don't. And I really hope, like you say, that they just take all the time in the world, like Rockstar do, like Naughty Dog do, and they make the most addictive uh, new iteration of Diablo, which I'm pretty sure they will. Uh, yeah. I know my dad will appreciate this, but I think one of the sort of like original types of these games was Baldur's Gate. Yes. So, like, I think a lot of people compare Diablo to Baldur's Gate. Really, is that a dungeon crawler, Baldur's Gate? Yeah, I thought it was an RPG. Uh, I think it's like a mixture, right? I I literally don't know what Baldur's Gate is, and I get so frustrated because so many people love it. Uh, yeah, it is it is an RPG. Uh, I think it actually might. I'm trying to think of Diablo. Yeah, I think Diablo One actually came out first. So yeah, Diablo One actually came out first. I'm trying to think if, like, I guess Diablo was probably, yeah, the first of it. Well, I think Dungeons and Dragons is actually more where it came from. I think Diablo and Baldur's Gate are basically like the game versions of Dungeons and Dragons, really. Sure. But yeah. Yeah. But so you, you, yeah, you're super excited. I'm super excited. Um, Diablo Four trailer. Yeah. Have you? I'm guessing you've seen it. Yes. Okay. Good. Um, what did you think of it when you first watched it? I got about three quarters of the way through, and I was like, "Oh, this is so disappointing." But I know there's probably something really? around the corner. Oh, and then, and then that end hit, and I was like, "Yeah." Yeah, it's like, it's like a nine-minute video, and the ending of it was it was worth every second. Yeah, the ending. They always have a nice twist to Diablo cinematic trailers at the end. Oh, God, they must have spent like a good couple of months on that. At least the effects on that, honestly, still blow my mind. <laughs> I'm looking at like a still image right now, and it is just insane. So, is it the spider? Am I? Is it the female Diablo? Is that I'm getting? Is, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Lilith is sort of like uh, she's like Crash, the right? yeah. or like the daughter of the devil, basically. Oh. Yeah, the shit. Oh, it's so fleshy and horrible and lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I love, well, I that does actually hell stuff. It's so cool. That does actually lead nicely, Jay, if that's all right with you, with moving yeah, on to right. the next hell-filled topic, which hmm. is a nice history dip of oh, one of our wow. favourite games. That is a good, yeah, a good segue. One of our favourite games, oh, wow. um, Dante's Inferno. Yes. This game, if it's all right, Jay, I'm going to give my piece and then you can, it, you know. Go for it. This game, we think we both got it on launch, you 
completely huh? brought me into it. Um, uh, you were like, look at all this art style. Look like he, he's going through the rings of hell. I was like, right, yeah, this sounds amazing. Fourth of so February I think... 2010 is when it came out. Oh my god. So it came out 10 years ago, about a month ago. Yeah. Uh... Oh, don't panic no yeah so it came i think we got it on launch and yeah, i'm pretty sure we both loved it i mean i loved it um i'm pretty sure we 100 it as well right i think so i didn't play the hardest difficulty but i'm pretty sure we did um, oh, yeah, I, did. I got i got all the achievements apart from the dlc which actually dude that's a throwback yes i'm pretty is- sure we used to play the dlc because it's co-op and I'm pretty sure we so I still have an achievement to get on that. So if that's probably it's probably still not running, is it? But if it is, we could uh, we could probably finish that. That's uh, that's exciting. I think I actually still have my original disc for it. So if I put really? it really, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm looking right at it. Actually, I think is it backwards compatible? I think so. Yeah. What made you pick this game for uh, the so, kind of looking back? Yeah. So when I figured out what you meant by history dip. I was like, right, what game sort of that I think of that when I think me and Nick together, I think, right, what what was the one game we both talked about like every day for so long? And it's definitely Dante's Inferno. And I think if I was to give a top three games of all time, it would be up there. Or top maybe three top, games of all time? Maybe a top ten. Like, it's definitely in the top ten of all time. Okay, sure. It's up there. It's just It gets it's... a really bad rap, mate. I don't know why. Yes. Yeah. What do you mean? Like you be like it wasn't that big? Do you mean? Well, it wasn't too big, but also um, a a lot of critics look back and go, "Yeah, that game was fine or whatever." Like I thought it was really, really good, if not great. Yeah, I'm just gonna check reviews just to see. Go uh, for it, mate. Just to see. Check in. I'll let everyone know while you're checking that you can write in to the TGO show at mm. contact at thegameopinion.co.uk if you so desire for those two of you listening probably my mum and your dad um oh. feel free to write in mum and dad um or mum and jay's dad um yeah uh, feel free to write in with any comments questions whatever you want really feedback yeah, if you want us to talk about a little bit of hate always gets the blood pumping um mm. Anything we got wrong, don't write to me about because I'll ignore you. Um, yeah, so what? What was the what? What are the review scores, Jay? Yeah, so I think most people gave it like a six point five. Like yeah, anywhere see, that seems really low. I would have said like an eight to an eight point five. Uh, at the... Like reviews of like reviewers, right? Sure. I'd say most of the audience was like nines and tens. <laughs> right. Seriously. So like, like yeah, like a lot of uh, when you see a, a movie that's rated on Rotten Tomatoes nowadays, most of the time the audience absolutely loves it and the reviewers hate it or vice versa. It's never usually in the middle somewhere. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's kind of what it was like with Dante's Inferno. The reviewers didn't like it because it was you know not that good of a game to them, but to the people who played it and who loved it, it's obviously going to be different for them. So mm-hmm. yeah, it it didn't get it got average, you know. What you'd expect for just like a normal thing, I suppose. But no, I, I loved it. I know you did too. Yeah, for sure, mate. I, I, I think, think it was. A, I don't think about it as much as I should. But it's a great choice, though, for the history dip. And I mean, it's a it, it's literally like a game that we both really enjoyed, and that 
you make your own history with it you make your own memories of it and like you say critics can say whatever they want but unfortunately there are some things that they just are wrong about to you and no one's going to convince me that's a bad game because of our of our history with it so that's and like the art that must have some of the best art style um art become game reality that i've ever seen when when do we actually yeah when do we see that kind of bold reality like gaming reality come um you know a kind of bloodborne comes to mind resident evil 7 or 8 comes to mark not 8 sorry resident evil 7 comes to mind but like we don't really get like maybe people thought it was over the top maybe and we were like kids so we didn't care i don't know but um i thought it was you know cool yeah i think for someone to like especially a game developer to look at quite i mean it's fairly famous source material of dante's inferno but a lot of people still i mean i didn't know about it at the time like you know it wasn't in my wheelhouse of books that i've read at like 2015 years old or whatever you know however old i was 14 15 um, but then after I actually played the game, I actually read the book afterwards just to sort of see what it was all about, and I absolutely loved it. It was great. Mm. Um, but yeah, I I kind of miss that. I'm trying to think what other games have picked something so unusual like that and made it a reality in, in game form. Exactly. I think that's what made it so good for us in particular. It was just the right amount of like just I don't know, like, the, the sort of material just made it seem like a great game. Like, it was like levels. The levels were already there, you know, the first circle and then the ninth circle. You sort of got there in the end, you know. Exactly. Getting deeper and deeper into the dungeon, as it were. It was just, it was perfect to make into a game. Yeah, it was just ideal. Yeah, and I guess the great uh, heartbreak of it all was that there was a huge kind of hint to a next game in Purgatorio, mm. uh, which we never got. I mean, no, I got, I got, I got that that from from the end of the game. What about you? Yeah, I think now that I've actually like read the thing, and it's uh, it's not as I don't think it would be as easy to make that second part into uh, into much of a game. I mean, you could you could do like a whole more like uh, like a more sort of almost like a live type situation in the sense of like he's not you know in hell now. He's sort of going the opposite direction. But whether it, it wouldn't be the same game, I don't think. No, completely agree. And I was like, oh my god, how are they going to make that into a game? But I just thought yeah. it'd be cool, cool Not thing to see. But yeah, I, I wish they had. I mean, I think there was a film, wasn't there? Right, Dante's Inferno. Yeah. That uh, I imagine the it film was, animated, was beyond yeah, awful. Same, yeah. Oh no! Yeah, so I know what you're on about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It came out like the same day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like the um, just like that short uh, Dead Space anime thing, right? Oh, yeah, thing. So right. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a really good point. Dead Space is basically the next Dante's Inferno. Like in terms of like level of. Horror, well, I think it came up before, right? right? Did it? I think I think so. Um, let me. Yeah. Uh, Dead Space came out two thousand eight. Dante's Inferno came out two thousand ten. Oh, it did. Wow. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I guess Dante's Inferno was. <clears throat> in terms of like I think Dead Space was like a, another perfect example of a game that was just right I think there's for me I don't know if it's for you but like, 
there has to be a, it doesn't have to be but like a level of like horror fantasy and like gore tends to like be quite a, a, a line that goes to a lot of games that i enjoy mm-hmm. i think that yeah that dead space and dying's inferno with just the right amount of horror in games for me to like really really enjoy it well let's save dead space for next week jay because oh, that's yeah, another perfect. fantastic yeah, history dip history, i think yeah, perfect, in yeah. exactly the same ways um but thanks for the for raising that it's a great yeah. throwback man um yeah. some great art style and i think you're right i think that you know you do resemble with those games a lot um so i mean what are you going to be playing this week slash weekend jay yeah, I think it's going to be Bleeding Edge, just like my main. Yeah. 100%. I'll try and I'll, you know, I'll update update you about where I am next time. Whether I've hit that point already, you know, that, that sort of boredom stroke, you know, just having enough of it. I mean, I hope I yeah, do. Yeah, do it. Tell me if the um, achievements pop as well. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know about that. Um, and then you know depending on how long that lasts for then it'll be the next borderlands dlc and i'll try to get every character to the next <laughs> you Jesus. know max level or whatever sure, sure i assume you you've got all the trophies for borderlands 3 i don't think so no oh. i just weirdly i haven't actually tried sure. i think as of late I, I don't really try to get into achievements or trophies anymore i feel like it kind of it tends to make me play differently it makes me sort of like I don't know. It makes me enjoy the game less if I try to get it sometimes. Depending on the game, it's, you know. I completely get it. Yeah, it's um, I have to write some achievement lists off for some games because they're stupid. Like GTA yeah. 5 is just ridiculous. I think if I, if I enjoy the game more, I'm more inclined. If I know I'm going to enjoy the game more, I'm more inclined to want to finish it because I'm like, right, I've this is my, my personal, you know, achievement now. I've sort of, for myself, I've gotten to the end, you know. Mm hmm. Are you getting Animal Crossing? Do you like Animal Crossing? Yeah, I've been watching Twitch today and seeing all these streamers play it, and some of the YouTube people being like, "Oh, I can't wait! I've had it pre-ordered for so long, and I'm not—I've never really seen the fascination with it at all." Okay, yeah. I mean, I get—I—I I get why people would want to play it. It's like it's very calming, and you know, keeping your mind off thing, and all you got to do is fish and look after your house and. <laughs> i think for a lot of people it's a lot like zelda in the way that it is basically just like a a, like a second life type situation you you know you can fish in zelda you can walk around this wonderful area these picturesque areas and just you know play it's almost like playing kid you know yeah absolutely reverting back to a childish i'm sure for some people it's there's some some nostalgia there but yeah i I never i never played it so no i don't really i don't really see that what about you mate i think i think closer than not we're gonna have to have an episode where we're never gonna talk why we're never gonna talk about nintendo games because i played a lot of it uh, animal crossing on the ds and i liked that um but you know it's just incredible that nintendo has done it again haven't they you know just released the same game again they've this new nintendo switch they've brought out that's like with the special the light is it no, just the 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 Animal Crossing special oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like they've got like a like a really kind of cutesy design to go with it, and like a special case. Yeah, yeah. they've probably made so much money out of uh, the amount of like marketing they've gotten off of just like YouTubers and stuff. I don't know why. I think it's a lot of like cutesy girl. 
streamers have been talking about it a lot and like the colors are very pastel they're sort of very you know mm. i think that uh, this sort of like yeah mm. sort of wave of i don't know it's just it's very cutesy and i think a lot of people are, are liking that sort of stuff nowadays. oh man there's loads of 30 year olds who are still like you know like i buy you know fucking cute toys and which is fine you know more power yeah, to I you there's, there's levels to it and I'll, I'd definitely be one of those type of people with like anime stuff. Yeah, sure. sure. Like Pokemon. I think the one Nintendo game that I will consistently always back is Pokemon. And I know you probably would too, because you you know you've had a pass with Pokemon, but not so much now, right? Dude, yeah. The, literally, the last Pokemon game I played was Pokemon Diamond. Yeah, I had a big break too, but I came back. I think with Y, X, and Y. I want to say. It just seems daunting now to think about the amount of games to play on that, but yeah, the, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh. I'm glad the new Animal Crossing's really good. Um, yeah, I'm when glad it's, it's a, like, doing well, but I yeah, I, and I, I hope it's as good as everyone telling is is saying it is. But you know, giving it a ten, um, you, you what? Sorry, is that what it's been given? Um, basically nines and tens across the board. Yeah. Okay, well, that's the thing. Games don't have to be complex to be good or to have a good high score. Oh, not at all, mate, not at all. But next time, you know, they give a game like Dante's Inferno 6.5, I'll raise, <laughs> you know, I'll raise this point. But nah, look, <clears throat> you're absolutely right. But I just, you know, if anyone gives The Last of Us Part 2 anything but, and uh, you know, anything but a 10, oh. there'll be blood on my hands i think this is actually a really good comparison with uh with the last of us is that i think the last of us isn't hasn't got high ratings because of how it plays but of more to do with the story and how it looks right have you played you haven't played it have you i haven't no but i've seen enough of it to know well but i think i mean it, 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 kind of, it kind of feels that way at least i'm not you know sure i get that it's an it's an indescribable um, experience, Jay. Because yeah, okay, that's what it is. It's the experience. A lot of the time, the experience that comes with the game is more important than the actual game itself. Yeah, agreed. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And we we'll save this conversation for another time. But the times of games needing to just be fun are, are way way behind us. If you think that, um, well, look, if you only play games for for, you know because they're fun great i'm really glad but there is no way that that is a criteria for why you should play a video game anymore and that hasn't been the case for nearly seven years now no. so if not longer so it, and what, what and let me explain you know the last of us is not fun it's not a fun game you don't play it because it's fun yeah, it's quite depressing right <laughs> yeah it's, it's extremely depressing um yeah what i would say is that the last of us is an experience where the gameplay yeah. and the story amalgamate beyond any type of game i've played before uh-huh. so they become one essentially yeah and it's a very difficult thing to describe but i would uh recommend you play it if you do and we have another assassin's creed sesh Oh, you know, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll make a show about it and um, maybe I'll do it with something that you recommend and uh, we can kind of do that. I've already got a few ideas, but yeah, oh, I'll, I'll God write them up. Yeah. So I'll be, yeah. um, hopefully tonight, I'll be finishing Halo Reach on Master Chief yeah. Collection. 
and uh, want to uninstall that desperately. I'm yeah, thinking start... about. Sorry. You want to start something new? Yeah, I want to. Um, I'm thinking about. So I'm basically I'm running out of games to play mm. to finish, which is great. I'm, I've nearly ticked off all the games, which is really satisfying. But like, I've literally nearly finished my back catalogue. Um, but I'm th- I'm thinking about the next games to buy. So there's two on the list. Uh, there's Doom Eternal, which just come out. It's good, um, which I'm going to leave for a bit. Uh, mm. And Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which I haven't played yet, and I'm a huge Star Wars fan. You, have you completed it? I have 100% of that game. I've got Platinum on PlayStation. Oh, my God. Yeah, I I need you, Jay, to not say anything, not, please. Okay. I, I I saw I saw that you were what were playing. <laughs> I totally agree. I don't. I again, this is one of those games that will be an experience for you. Yeah. Um, and that's all you really need to know. You know, if I said anything more than that, then it would ruin the experience. Great, so, I appreciate that. that. Uh, I'm more I'm more just glad that you've chosen to come to it at this point. You know. Because I, I thought I left it too long. I mean, I when did it come out? November last year? November, last I think, year? yeah. yeah. I think I didn't play it until December. I thought I left it, you know, I thought a month was too long. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, waiting this long is even, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, I just, I just, I, well, I didn't really have the money. I wanted to finish the other games. Yeah, I got. It's hard for me to justify a new game when I've got all these games to finish. Yeah, I, and... I do that too i find it so hard to buy a new game and i'm like oh i've got so many more to do exactly uh and i was like i can't just find the price and you know 50 quid when i've got so much else to play uh, and it'll get cheaper that when you when you come back to games by the time Mm -hmm. you come back to them a lot of the time they're a lot cheaper exactly most of the time now i actually don't buy a game straight away i wait until like many months later Oh, dude, like, first of all, they're cheaper. Secondly, mm. your judgment and experience of the game is not um, impacted by everyone else talking about it, either good or bad. <laughs> Thirdly, all the um, updates are out and all the patches are out, so you're playing the best version of oh, the game. so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't think about that. So uh, for me, it's kind of an easy win. If you, can, if you can put off all of those spoiler casts and reviews for a couple of months or even a few months, if oh. not years... Um, yeah, I, I haven't bought a new game in, a, you know, I think the last brand new game I bought was Red Dead 2 for obvious reasons. Um, and the game before that was Doom 2016 because I was reviewing it. So, the last new game I bought might have been Fallen Order. There you go. So, did you buy it at, at launch? It was either Fallen Order or it was, um, or it was Borderlands, whichever one came out after. Borderlands Three came out first. Yeah, so probably probably four in order then. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't think I bought it at launch. I think I might have bought it maybe Couple if it came weeks. out. If it came out in September, did it or October? No, no, so, no. Borderlands Three came out in September, and then Four in Order yeah. came out in November. November. So I probably bought it in December when I was off then. Yeah, I think I bought it for like well, it wouldn't have actually even been. I might have even bought it full price because it was still fairly new. Mate, it's still fifty quid. I was going to say, yeah, it probably still is 50, so... <laughs> yeah, I think it's EA, and I think it's Star Wars, so they do try and keep them... Pri- just like Call of Duty, they just try to keep them prices up. Um, but yeah... People I'm, I'm... pay money for Star Wars, that's the thing, isn't it? Absolutely, mate. I'd pay money for Star Wars, so... <laughs> yeah, me too. So when I've, you know, uh, finished that and um, had a thing, you know, I might, I might get that. I want the physical copy, so I might get that. So that's exciting. Uh, that's, that's a good question. So you, you're, you're still more of a physical then? 
So, without or getting too long into on, it. Yeah, does it more depend on how if you know you're going to like the game more? <sighs> it does. So it yeah. depends on the game. It depends on whether I've got other games in the series, physical or digital. And it also depends on the price. Yeah, yeah. I get you. I get you. No, I, so, I, I'm trying to think what the last physical game I bought was. You know what? I, you're probably going to like laugh at me for this. But I think it might have been No Man's Sky. <laughs> sure. I'm not even joking. And that was when I... That was shortly after I bought my first PS4. Have you oh, played you know, it since all the new updates? No, I haven't, no. Oh, interesting. Did you like it when it first came out? Yeah, I liked it when it first, it first came out, but I got rid of it shortly after. Okay. okay. It was basically just like better Minecraft, I suppose, wasn't it? Did you... Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so I hear. Because um, yeah. you, you're all digital, aren't you? I am now, yeah. I, I, I cannot buy physical anymore. I just don't... I can't warrant it. I've got, I've got any room mate. for it for starters. <laughs> I've, I've filled Fair a enough. bottom and, and a bookcase full of games, so I just need to... Oh, mate, yeah. we can have a good, nice clear out of that if you want. I love clearing stuff out. Sure. <laughs> um, do you... How many games you got installed at one time? I try to limit it to maybe, like, five or six max. Oh, yes. Have you I only got 500 gigs still? Two or three. Have you only uh, got 500 gigs still? Yeah, I think it's only 500, yeah. Yeah, me too. Oh, that's great. I love that. Yeah, I don't, there's no need to have more than like three or four games on at once because you're only really going to be playing two max at the same time. See, that's... I don't get it, Jay. Some people have like 20 games. Like my brother, he literally has God of War installed. He's not... Go- he's finished it. I, I yeah. just... I can't... I, I literally can't. I can't conceive of why you'd have a finished game installed on. So I, I don't know why you'd have a finished game installed, but also I don't know why anyone has ever needed more than 500 gigs for um, me. Like, okay, look, yeah, if, you, yeah. if you're if you a game like Craig or whatever, I get it. But for me, I'm talking, like, I've got Halo Master Chief Collection installed and Red Dead 2, and I'm still fine. Mm. I just I just feel like if you finish it or you're not playing it, it shouldn't be installed. Yeah, oh, I kind of, I kind of get where you come from. I think the only reason I'd ever keep a game installed on is if I know I haven't quite finished it yet, but I'm, I'm bored of it. Sure. I'm like, if, if there's any chance I'll, some, uh, you know, suddenly get in the mood, I need to then start playing it because if I don't play it, then I'll just stop playing it entirely. Yeah, completely. Other than get that, that, yeah, I don't, I don't really see the reason to. Yeah, I think we're probably in the minority, but I just love the uh, the ruthlessness of uh, yeah. my hard drive. But yeah. all right, anything else you want to add to this week's show, Jay? No, I think that's it. I think we uh, we had a pretty good run. There.